Hello, this is the Ian Prendercast, another Carlton podcast. We're brought to you as always by MGA and 121 Media, and we're back by popular demand, not from Carlton fans, but from a rival army of devoted Prenderheads who are really keen for us to return this weekend. So shout out to all you nuffies <laughs> who were so disappointed we didn't record last week, and apparently we're not real fans, and wow, we're wait. not rusted on, and we're not sticking fat with the boys. Get fucked, the lot of you. Um... Down go the Veridesks, of course, <laughs> as Fab is doing some handiwork. He's just doing some bits and bobs. Uh, the good doctor is on deck and it's good news because the footy club's just gone into a code blue. Um, <laughs> how are you, Timbo? Oh, mate, it was, um, it was a tough experience last night. It was, it was all the emotions. You never want to go too early, but I, I, dared, I dared to think about what last night had meant and I thought, we're in. We've made it. What a good win! How hard fought, how deserved, and then just as just as we were starting to there was just pop enough champagne time. corks, and, just, and you knew, you knew, you knew we we hadn't iced it. No, nah, Tim, there was just enough time left for us to shit the bed, to shoot the shoot the pooch, and we absolutely did. Yeah, uh, yeah that was dreadful. You're just screw a, the pooch. Is head, the line, isn't it? It is, uh, <laughs> you're, Harry. You really screwed the pooch on this one. That was from True Lies, a film that Fabian does not like. No, don't like it at all. It's really, really good. I love True Lies. It's great. Love the castle too. But anyway, mm. I digress. Got two very similar movies, <laughs> both in terms of cultural impact, production value. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're also, of course, joined by the great man. Yes. You know what that means. If I'm the Godfather and Tim is the Godfather Part Two, this man is definitely the Godfather Part Three. Ciao, ragazzi. Baba Ganoush. I'm genuinely interested in where you're going to go with this app. It could be good. It could be good because if you don't pull your punches, I am. You've I'm been not... known for committing only to half of an opinion, <coughs> Josh Honey. No, I committed so fully to my bump... Josh Honey no, opinion. You did you not. You absolutely did, did not. No ah, Tim made it. So if we can bump that up a touch and you can commit fully, geez, we could be in for something special here, folks. Fab and I could be. We could be bouncing off each other. We could be classic. Take off your pants and jacket here, Mark and Tom. Could you be banned from the club twice? Harmonising, you know, in concert with one another. This could be. Yep. Really good stuff and between Faber Ganoush and I. There's going to be, I reckon, and I don't do this. Look. People who think, you know, we're out for, you know, the headlines or whatever. The last thing I want is for people to, you know, think, oh, yeah, he's sensationalising this and he's a bit rash. No. No, we're just going to be blunt. Yeah. You're afraid of Collingwood. I'm not afraid of Collingwood. You are. No, you are. You are, in your environment, you are afraid of Collingwood. But this is the thing, Tim, and we'll get into this. In your environment, you're afraid of Collingwood too. (laughs) Oh, that's on Twitter. (laughs) No, I'm not afraid of Collingwood, um, but... I think that, and we'll get into this as the episode rolls on, I think our playing group is. Well, I think you hit the nail on the head and I don't want to steal your thunder because I think you make a really good point. The, so long the, as you've credited me, that's fine. The look on the players' faces at the end of the game 
and they put in stellar effort. They were. It was more they, than just we've lost a close one. Geez, that's so how incredibly disappointing is that to drop a close one? It was oh no. We have our we have exposed ourselves to no longer having an excuse. We have no safety and net. We have to deliver now. And and as I've said to you, I have no problem with that. It, it scares me because of no, what I'm not might scared happen. about it because I think it's on the group. Can the group respond? Can the absolutely. group? Absolutely. I, I think on, it's a mate, stellar opportunity. This I, is I on would, Broadway. This I is would, on Broadway. Absolutely. This is there opening is, night. There is no hiding. There's nowhere to hide. What do you want to be? And I, we will always defend this footy club to the hilt. Uh, I, no, I know. Well, we, <laughs> wait and see where you go with this. You but, might need to leave the room, Tim. No, no, no. That's, that's, I'm happy to be the voice of reason while you guys are dealing in As absolutes. long as you're the voice of reason. I don't deal in ifs, buts, and maybes. I deal in absolutes. What is that dickhead's name? He was talking about Sadio Mane. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Have, have, I, have I taken somebody's The great line, one was I? when they Chelsea beat him in something. I don't know if it was that game. I'm serious. And the guy the <laughs> guy from Red Men TV left the ground and he was calling Chelsea are all rent boys. <laughs> and he just absolutely lost the plot out the front of the stadium. Football passion will do that. It was good viewing. It's still good viewing. Um, do we want to talk about Manchester United, Fab? Nah. Oh, I'd like you to. I'm actually not like Sean. Like you, even you talk on, about the birds and the bees. On pod, we Read have we have regu- we have regularly spoken about United, and we've shown our passion and stuff. I don't care. I but, reckon it's good. Don't paper over any cracks. Get thumped. I don't care. I don't care this morning. Like, just so long as there's a response and a reaction no, no, and no, a no, rebuild. No. Sell the club. Sell the club. Sell the club. All right. And until then, I'm guess, happy for guess it what? To, yeah, I'm happy for it to get as and bad you know as another it thing? needs to. Another thing? Ronaldo, leave. Yeah, get and, it. And guess what? I want him to leave for him too. Yep. Why are you hanging around this shit thing? You should be in oh, your swan song. No. Will the Glazers come back? No. Will the Glazers sell it? I don't, dis- I don't. I disagree with that. I think that Ronaldo, you know, you know what would be really appropriate for Ronaldo's legacy if he had any awareness? Would be to dig in, show something, show some leadership, be a statesman. But that's not his responsibility. Oh, it is. Don't don't abandon ship trying to pad your fucking Champions League stats, just so you can you know make sure that oh the next guy whoever's coming down the road for my goal stats can't you know I've got a couple more. Go and oh, show some leadership. Hang around, mate. So Man you made him what he was, so therefore he gives back to the club. Oh, not even that, but just recognise that geez, the club's in a pretty bad way. I could potentially give them something here. What or, is that? Or I could go somewhere else and just be a starlet. Show show something. But no, look, I agree with Fab. I think that the situation, I'm happy for it to get as bad as it needs to. And will the Glazers sell, do you think? Um, or are they arrogant enough to say, no, nah, it's ours? Well, here's the thing. Someone probably just needs to come to them with an offer because... As Apparently been, there's one that's been put forward. Yeah, but that's from Michael Knighton, who himself is a completely unreliable shyster. He tried to buy the club 30-odd years ago. Don't you remember that? Yeah, yeah, and, he, yeah. and he came out on the pitch he, in a he, full he, training kit. He, he unveiled himself. He unveiled himself as the new owner. He came out on the pitch in full training kit <laughs> and was doing keepy uppies at the Stretford end and scoring into an empty net. <laughs> Tommy Lee weird. from Motley Crew style this week. Speaking it of Tommy Lee, been, yeah. this week, Tommy Lee, uh, he hit social media in a, in a big way. <laughs> I think Tommy probably needs to just take a bit of a look at himself. and just. Yeah, uh, well, a lot of people took a look at Tommy this I'm week. Not sure what he's, I'm not sure what's in it for Tommy. To be honest, it's not, the thing is, it's also not information people didn't know, Tom. No, but even then, you sort of go on. What's you're a father of untold many children. God knows like, how many. Officially and unofficially, off the record, you've probably sired forty kids. Sired. <laughs> you know, just 
Think about them, Tommy, before you... <laughs> Rail po- true, good for. Yeah. Think about them, <laughs> Stewart's, in- Stewart's Inquiry, uh, Deck 5. Um, so think about them before you post a picture. Imagine that. Like if you, you know, you're a big fan of the crew. <laughs> the crew. And you're thinking, you know what? I'm going to open up Instagram and just get a lay of the land here. <laughs> and you're flicking down, you're scrolling, 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 and then you cop an eyeful of Tommy's dick. And you're just thinking... <laughs> More than an eyeful. You're thinking... <laughs> I didn't have that on my bingo card this morning. <laughs> no. Tommy no. Lee exposes himself on own Instagram page. What are you doing, Tommy? What Think of your children. All 40 of them. Think <laughs> 40-ish children. Think of them. Like, because those kids are in their, well, the oldest would be, what, mid-20s? Easily. What are they having to deal with? You fucking idiot. What a dickhead. <sighs> Tommy. Either of you watched Pam and Tommy? That was good. I nah. watched episode one and Kelly and I never went back to it. Which was utterly bizarre. I think that you you two, you strike me particularly as someone who won't take <laughs> recommendations. No, no. Yeah, it's quite the opposite. Nah, you strike me as someone. I've told you, this man, I've told him on pod. We had a, we had a, a poll on Twitter about it. I've told you for years to watch Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story, because mm. you love music bios. Mm. I don't have two hours to commit, Sean. I fall asleep very easily. You don't have two hours to commit. You watch horse shit every night of the week. You know what I've been watching this season? Wrestling with your wife. No, we haven't watched wrestling in a while. And we don't watch it. She watches it. It's um, Yet he knows exactly what's happening at all times. I haven't for a while. Um, the baseball this year. I've been watching uh, Quick Pitch every night, which is like a highlights show. I fall asleep to that. They yeah. did the Field of Dreams game again. It's, it's just you get to give kudos to Major League for that. That's just brilliant, brilliant. It, I think the occasion was better last year. Obviously, because it was the first one and it was the the teams from the movie and all that stuff. But it was still. That Kevin was Kevin Costner there. I don't think he was there this year. No. When he walked out of the corn last year, and it was like dusk. Yeah, and he walked out of the corn. That was just. And then the players followed him. Was just yeah. That, that was. Uh, and then then the, then the sun was setting over the. Yep. It was just unbelievable. Can you please watch all this mayhem for me, please? Is it that stupid skateboarding thing you yes, keep telling me about? Yes, and Tim, you, you refu- see, you've 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 started off on the wrong foot. I have no interest in skateboarding. You don't need it's it's the skateboarding is just the the um. The scenery. Mm. There's a story that goes in yeah. behind it that you just need to be privy to. And I, I personally think you would really enjoy it if I know you. And I'm happy you know to who be knows, wrong. You know who knows me? No, but not, not a soul on this planet. <laughs> me. <laughs> I know me. And I know that there's something about that film that just doesn't do it for me. Need- Whereas Fabian, lover of music bios, yeah. needs to watch Walk Hard because Walk Hard, if nothing else, is, compl- is responsible, and this is a testament to it, for detonating, for ruining a genre of movies. I think you do sports doco as well. Skateboarding's not a sport, Tim. It's a recreation. It's a hobby. <laughs> well, hobby <laughs> docos could be up your alley. Fabian is a little bit... Have you seen The King of Kong? I love King The King of, of Kong. Well, see, there you go. That's a hobby doco. No, because The King, you... of Kong is a, King of Kong is a, at its core... You mentioned the framing device of the world record for Donkey Kong mm. as the only skateboarding. The framing device for the King of Kong is Donkey Kong Jr., you know, the, the video game. But it's actually good versus evil. It's not Absolutely. about Donkey Kong. Yeah, no, no I get it. It's good versus – yeah, I it's agree. It's good versus evil. It's we still Steve talking Weeby. about Tommy Lee? It's yeah. Steve Weeby. No, Steve Weeby. Steve Weeby versus uh, Billy Mitchell. 
Bill, Billy Mitchell, yep. Uh, Billy Mitchell Good memory. has a, a range of uh, hot sauces, I believe. Is that right? Um, but completely dastardly, perfect comic book villain. Absolutely. And, and Steve, everybody loved him. And, and, and Steve Weeby's the unassuming everyman. Yeah. And um, it's a, they were going to do a, like a, a theatrical version of that. That's at, amazing. At some point, but it just ran aground. And my attitude is the doco is just perfect. It is. I agree. Yeah. My, my mate Mitch put me onto it. And, uh, you love yeah, Mitch. Mitch is a legend. Although I, I can't talk to Mitch at the moment because Mitch loves to complain about the how poor the umpiring in Melbourne games is, and I will well, never, you, I will you, never let him utter the words ever again. You love to complain about how poor the umpiring in Carlton games is. You should. Well, this is true. Come together. Yes. Um. So you, we don't want to talk about Manchester United. Just getting no. back to that. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. No, it's it's it's. But sorry, what sorry, what I was saying earlier is the the only thing with the Glazers that might move the needle is they bought the club in two thousand and five with money they didn't have. Yes, they used a now closed loophole where they leveraged the club like against itself. Yes, in, in a weird thing, I don't understand how you can use something you do not own that you don't have yeah. as an asset. That's right. It's so basically fair play to Ed Woodward who was a key part of brokering that kind of deal and seeing through the those little uh, loopholes to make it happen. But they bought the club with money they didn't have. They took out a loan. Fabian and I could have almost so, bought so the club. The, the bank owns... Well, they bought it, They took out a loan to buy the club and then they just serviced the interest. So I think the, the, the debt at Manchester United has been about £600 million for 15 years. Well, I, yeah. We just keep making... We make the interest repayments. They haven't paid the debt off because the attitude is why waste money yeah. that we don't have... What we don't need to. We don't need to have it. We don't need to have it. Yeah. So they've saddled the club with debt they have no intention of paying off and have just run the joint into the ground. Old Trafford's literally falling apart. Just get buy some Lego kits and put it all back together. My Lego Old Trafford is in better <laughs> condition than the actual Old Trafford. Uh, so there are, there's a Lego Optimus Prime that's been released this yeah, week. Yeah, I did see that. I've got no interest in that whatsoever. Yeah, 280 bucks was a bit too much to satisfy a 25-year-old, uh, probably longer than that actually, a 35-year-old yeah. year uh, love affair with old Optimus Prime. Fair enough. Uh, reviews this week, we got one review which was excellent. Uh, John, one, two, three, one, two, three. Um, some of these usernames are interesting. Um, best pod in the game. Find myself more entertained at the non-footy talk. You should like that opening 14 minutes then. Um, whether it be Elvis, Rocky, or whoever the fellow was that was working in the Cayman Islands, that was Army Hammer. Yes, I listened to Doco and Army Hammer this week. His life has fallen apart. It has. Um, I'm still waiting for the day Fab and Sean finally come to blows. Love it, boys. It won't be today because I think we're in agreement. I think Fab and I are on Tim, the same page. Tim, on the other hand, could Tim, get a bit punchy. Tim's fighting one out yeah. today. This is a handicap match. Uh, Tim's in a bit of strife. But no, thank you for that, uh, John. That's very, very kind. And on Army Hammer, no new developments <laughs> as such. Not Army but um, we, we touched on it however many weeks ago it was now. What an extraordinary turn of events. This man had the world at his feet. He did. Mm. I, I, I saw this, this review and I just thought to myself, we just need to double back around for just a moment. Dashing leading man. Correct. In basically write his own ticket in a bunch of movies, you know. From a phenomenally wealthy family. Phenomenally wealthy family. And he decides to... Become a cannibal. Well, if he is a cannibal or not, we're not 100% sure. He might just have this weird, like, fetish. He's got a bit of fetishism at play. He actually isn't a cannibal, but he might be, which is apparently enough. And the fact that his agency have dropped him 
and he's disappeared to the fucking Cayman Islands and is selling timeshares. <laughs> that is quite the fall from grace. Correct. It's weird. Correct. That's just, a, it's we, just weird. We need a documentary. And and the whole thing about um, there was a thing that came up on one of the social media platforms and he was basically talking about how he'd been spending time in Miss Cayman mm. and was getting sued by Miss America because they were, they were basically said, she's not actually Miss Cayman Islands. <laughs> so He's like, look. wanted him to retract the statement. Look, can you just, I'm having a rough shot of it. <laughs> can you just <laughs> let me have this one? Can you just Let's let me have let this? the truth get in the way of a good yes. story, gents. Like, <laughs> yes, look at it, Army, look. If he had his time again, he probably wouldn't have done the tweets and the private messages and you know um, about cannibalism. Probably wouldn't have done that. He also probably wouldn't have got married when he did and had the kids. Yep. Because he obviously likes being a single dude. Yes. Potentially eating people. Being a bit edgy. And being in the Cayman Islands. <laughs> and he could have done all of those things. Yes. But he got married. He had the kids. He, may he tried or may to not conform be, when he was not prepared, he may, really prepared may to conform. or may not be eating people <laughs> or parts of people. It's just weird. It's just real weird. Army, mate, you had the world at your feet. He had a shit name. That was always going against And he him. bought his way onto the Arm & Hammer um, board. Because, what? well, his name was Army Harris. Well, his name was Arman. It's Arman Ar- Hammer. Armand Hammer, basically. Yeah. And so he brought his way onto the board just because it seemed a good fit. What did Arman Hammer make? Like baking soda. Oh, Do you remember the, the ad where you, you, you put you, on to be able to get stuff? You, you put like the box, you open it up and just throw it in. Like, the ads used to be just throw it in your fridge and they're meant to take like, odors away. Yeah. Wasn't it something to do with oil as well? Oh, yeah. It was blue and yellow with a big, and... big fist. Yeah, exactly. Let's not bring up the big fist again. <laughs> it's one of the great pod stories. Just make sure if you die, just if you think you can see it coming, just get rid of anything that may incriminate may you. May be incriminating. Yeah, just just toss it away. You have family members that have to go through yeah, your belongings. Like you're dead, but it can still be embarrassing. Correct. You know, you won't feel the embarrassment, but everyone around you will feel it for you, and it might sully your good reputation. Correct. In death. Your bad reputation, even. It might confirm some things. Um, well, we've oh, no, we got printed DJ. We did uh, Give Me a Try by the Wombats last time out. That was about Paddy Dow. We gave him a try. He was shit house. Uh, hardly the game for him to come into, though, in fairness. No, absolutely. And he was not David Caruso against the Brisbane Lions. But, of course, he got dropped. No shocks there. Um, he was the starting sub last night. Yeah, he played. He got a bit of the ball today, I saw. Okay. Um, but uh, Leonard Puglia. And uh, Anthony Caputi, they both got it. Uh, it was about Paddy Dow. Give him a try. Give him a go. Um, and in the end, they probably got the result they wanted because they did and he was no good and that means they can get rid of him. Well, it will be interesting how that develops over the next two weeks. Yeah, I, I don't think there's much development to go there, to be honest. I think we all know how that story ends. Well, it's and, just uh, what, what comes to the surface, yeah. Yeah, it'll be a fourth-round pick and uh, we'll just have to cut our losses and hope that there wasn't something maybe there that we couldn't tease out of him. And do you reckon it's Richmond to play with his brother and need to have an inside midfielder because they've only got... Oh, to, um, to be honest with you, given... A, given Prestia or do you reckon it's Geelong? No, nah, given what the asking price is, it could be anyone. Yeah, that's true. Because it's not, the asking price is nothing. Yeah. It could on, even be GWS. If he was on another list, I'd happily... And had gone this way for him, I'd happily go, oh, you give him a crack for a fourth-round draft pick. Absolutely. Go, let's, yeah, give him a go. Yeah. See what we've got. Fabby's with us. He's just distracted. I'm just, no, I'm not distracted at all. 
You're flicking com- through some stats. You're completely distracted. No. You couldn't be more distracted. I am hot, though. I'm going to take my jumper off. Hold on. Is the air conditioning on, or it's the oh, weekend? You don't get that. We did. Uh, I did invite um, someone down to, to meet us after the show, just if they wanted to do their own show. We had a fair bit to say. Ah, uh, yes, I had did a, like that. Had a fair bit to say about why we didn't record last week and this, that, and the other. And I said, open invitation. If anyone wants to make a podcast, I said I'll do it for you. Yeah. Got all you got to do is provide the words. Provide the words. Yeah. It could be about whatever you want. Go. I'll pro- I'll get the gear. Go. We'll do a show. The gear. And some guy, some guy said, "Oh, you'll do it tonight." I said, "No problems at all." Said, "We'll be there till about four thirty-five." And Go what? And uh, yet to receive a response. Uh, weak as piss. Just at the moment. Um, so I said to him, "Yeah, not a problem, buddy. We'll do it. Let's go." And hasn't yet come back to me. When will people That's learn? Unsurprising that you do not give in and to let sleeping dogs lie. There will be no sleep. <laughs> Timo's lost it. He has lost it. Um, I suppose last night onto the game itself. Um, last night felt like a knock- it was a knockout blow, I think, for it, the footy club. Potentially, yeah. Um, you mentioned it earlier. I think the look on and the, the body language and the despair was, was greater than you've just dropped a close game. Um, the despair felt and it looked like that's our shot. We've blown it. We can't. Nah, we're done. We, we, we don't have anything else in us. We can't dig for another week. Which, which sort of makes me wonder, like, let's like, – for the effort that they put in, had a few things gone our way in the last quarter and we'd hung on and won by a point, well, what were they going to bring next week or were they just going to be unburdened and – They're going to be unburdened. Be? Yep. Yeah. They're going to be unshackled. Yeah. We, we've spoken at length about this and, and I'm sure Fab's got lots of stuff to say about it, but we've spoken at length about um, not handling expectation – not handling pressure, not handling the need. You've got to go out and win. Have to. Got to yeah. go win. Can't do it. Like there's a comment. We'll get to it later. There was a, a mailbox um, comment about the last couple of weeks and I responded that um, there have been uh, like Goldilocks losses in a weird way. You go, mm. we've done it every way you can. Adelaide, we didn't turn up. Brisbane, we couldn't handle the heat. Last night, we couldn't close it out. So next week is going to be just right. There was no fourth bowl, Tim. There's no fourth bowl of porridge, but you know, we've done all we've done all of those, and you're kind of going. We've found a different way and an equally shattering way to lose every game. Yep, it's actually yep. quite remarkable. Well, last night was obviously, I reckon, the worst. The other two, you walk away, you walk away angry. You walk away Adelaide game, you walk away angry. Brisbane game. Oh, I don't even know what to like. We we didn't record. I don't even know what to make of how we turned but, up. But that, I, see, I can't agree with that because oh. no, no, no. But I, I absolutely hear what you're saying. But I can't get how you can be disappointed in a performance when we do turn up. It's when we don't turn out turn up. And no, you're he's going, not saying that. No, I thought you were. No, but, he's saying talk about Brisbane. Brisbane. But you're saying were you saying Melbourne was the worst, or you're saying Brisbane? Melbourne was the worst because it was just a complete and utter sense of Melbourne despair. is the most devastating of the three. Well, it is only because we'd done enough to win it, and then we still managed to scuttle it. But if you and don't, if, the, you, if the, you don't rock up, pull back, pull and, back, and there's, you there's don't there's even so many people, shot. There's so many people in your boat, Timber. Of we did enough. No, we didn't. Because if we win. did enough, you win. We win. Fab, I got one for you. I said this to Tim outside, and I had a note. We'll get to it later. Um, I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'm going to jump ahead for probably two minutes, but I said. I'll preface everything that we say on this episode, everything that we say about the last night's game, 
Yeah, the effort was good. That's the writer. Yeah. Okay. I'll preface this. Effort was good last night. Our application was good. And everything we say from here on out sits under that umbrella. The effort from the group last night was good. But you know what else it was? It was AFL standard. Yeah. The for, bar- for, a t- for a team that is competing where we want to no, compete. No, not even. Not even. For just a team in the AFL. It was AFL standard. The fact that we are, and there were fans out there who were at pains to go, oh, the effort, the boys, I'm so proud of the boys, the boys, the effort. Because the last three weeks have been disgusting. Yeah. It has effort, not been AFL effort, standard. And you ask any senior AFL coach, and Timbo, you obviously got some connections in the AFL world. That's the minimum requirement. So I'll give him effort. a tick. I'll give him a tick. Effort. I'll give him a tick for good effort. Yeah. But I'm not going to be praising them for, for putting in a level of effort or application that is the bare minimum expectation when the team walks out on the field. Yep. You can be beaten on talent. You can be beaten by a better team. You can, you can be, be beaten on execution. On execution. You can yep. be beaten by whatever you want. Go, but show me some effort and at least you walk away and go, okay, you know what? They gave it a crack. Yep. And we hadn't done that the last two weeks. No. Adelaide and Brisbane. And that's what's shitty. Okay, Brisbane's Brisbane. And we, it might not have – we might not have walked away with that. But the Adelaide game, you bring that effort – it's a 40-point win. We were still in that game halfway through the last quarter. It's fucking embarrassing. We were shit house. They're putting the fucking game in the time capsule over in Adelaide. Yeah, okay. Like that, they're but so let them, rapid. Timbo. No, no, but that's the thing. They couldn't have done any better, and we were completely shitful and could have almost pinched it. That's mm. that's the frustration. That's it, but that, to me, that <coughs> makes that game even worse. No, I agree. I'm not arguing with you. All right. I'm agreeing with you wholeheartedly. I did uh, – you'll appreciate this, Fab. I did let out a um – Vince, uh, I was going to say Vince McMahon. No, he's retired. Um, Vincent Chase. Oh. Vinny Chase. You know, when he, he was on the phone, he was hoping to get the gig and, oh, no, Vinny, we're not going to go with you. And he's... Through the mobile. And he's thinking, yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah, that's all good. Yeah. And then he lets out the big, fuck. Yeah. I'll he's having breakfast with his mates yeah. and the girl he's just shagged after not seeing her for eight years. But, you know... You know. Johnny's just bought a bar that we'll never hear of again. That's it. Um, that, like, the last night was, yeah, it was devastating. It was absolutely yep. devastating, and I, I don't know if the club's got the got the minerals. I don't know to overcome it. To if be honest, collectively, I reckon collect the Carlton community last night. If people say they're not devastated, they're confident about next week. You know what you're doing? Lying. You're pa- lying. You're, you're lying to yourself. Yeah. You're trying to put a facade, especially on social media. Let others. Have a fucking laugh at us, mate. I don't care what other people say about yeah. us. And you are allowed to hurt too. That's it. Yeah. Hurt. But don't say, oh, yeah, I was close. Yeah, no, we'll be right. Don't worry. You know, like Sean was saying earlier in the year, keep the receipts. Yeah, no, we'll get them. But no. Well, the opportunities are running out. What I am seeing, and this is, it's, it's to me, it is, it's been obvious. And I reckon I've been, we've had it pretty heavy, not heavy discussions, but you know, Animated tweets, uh, texts to each other privately, the three of us. <laughs> For the last month, I've been singing the praises of the Collingwood Football Club. I don't like the Collingwood Football Club. They irritate me because they are overachieving. But what I've been trying to put at, they've been overachieving because they have been putting in effort. Yep. They've just, we don't have the mental capacity to compete with them. I'm going to stop you there because we're going to get to that. Um, I'm not exactly sure where this episode goes um, or what it's going to be like because 
generally speaking, and we sort of had a bit of fun off the top. We like to have a bit of fun in this forum and mix things up and be a bit unpredictable and off the wall and silly, win, lose or draw. But, you know, we get distracted and go on tangents and the like. But ultimately, this is as flat as I've been after a game of footy. Oh, yeah. For as long as I can remember. I, I can't remember being more flat. I'm usually half hour afterwards, speak to Timbo. I usually like to speak to Timbo because Timbo does give me the optimism. There's a few other people I go to, they give me the optimism. Nah. I've woken up and I'm still in the same state. I didn't want to go home. You know what irritates me? Just last time? (laughs) Is when people like my mum and my wife telling me it's just a game. Yeah, fuck off. I can't handle it. It's not because guess what? Realise that to me it's not. Yeah. It's more. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to go home because if I go home, it makes it real. There's an interesting sound, way of putting it. Sounds things. dumb because then you, you you're kind of accepting that yeah this that actually happened. I think that you know I've got a feeling that a the lot fact of... that my wife barracks for Melbourne is probably a little bit to do with that as well. But um... no, but she doesn't she doesn't give a shit about it if they win. Yeah, and as she sort of said, she goes, I saw that it was close earlier in the game. I didn't watch any of it. She said I looked at the end. I saw that we'd won. She said she didn't know by what the margin was, but she she just assumed that they'd won easily because. But she doesn't know, so mm. she just she just always thought that they would. But the way that it played out, you know. Yeah, look, I'm not exactly sure, as I said earlier, where this will go. But I think generally, um, well, I think what we'll talk about won't necessarily always be or be tied back to last night in isolation. There'll be a lot of bigger picture sort of conversations about. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm looking forward to. What it represents, what it means, what it means for us and about us. And um it's also a somewhat interesting format because usually I'll make the notes and I'll say something and throw to one of you guys with a question. Um, this week's run sheet are kind of more statements that you can choose to interact with or respond to um, in whatever way. You mentioned earlier a little bit there with Collingwood and we'll double back to them shortly just as a contextual piece. Um, well, the first heading I've got here is belief. And I don't know about you two, but I just have absolutely no confidence in what we're going to get from our group week in, week out. I want to believe in them. But as supporters, we actually can't do a hell of a lot more than what we have. No, absolutely, absolutely not. We can't sign up in record numbers, turn out in huge 85 numbers. plus? Turn out in huge numbers every week. We can't do any more to convince this group that we believe in them and that they've got something that we haven't seen in a Carlton Football Club outfit for some time. We can't do any more. But the whole footy club, players, coaches, admins and fans – if this falls apart for us, like it looks like it, it could, the worst part about it is they're in for 12 months of jeering, piss-taking, because it doesn't change if we rock up next year and beat Richmond. No. It doesn't change if we beat someone next year. It doesn't nope. change if we beat Collingwood in round nine next year. It doesn't change. Until finals next year. Until finals next year. Well, it's yep. like Brisbane, isn't it? Like until Brisbane wins a preliminary final, they've failed. Yep. It's exactly the, like yep. and, and even Geelong. If Geelong don't win the premiership this year, mm-hmm. they have failed. Yep. Like they've improved out of sight, they've changed the playing well, mix. Yeah, they're on a twenty five week odyssey to yep. convince people they aren't what people think they are. And, and people Scott think can coach people and all think, those things. Uh, people think a hell of a lot more of Geelong than they think of us. Fuck oath. And um, and justifiably so deservedly. because they've earned it. Yeah. People assume they love, they jeer, they snigger that we're this team. Yep. And you go and we've, we just showed them and we proved to them with their biases and their prejudices time and time and time again. Every week we've got an opportunity to go, nah, we're not that team. We go, actually, nah, we are. Yep. 
And that sounds harsh because last night's effort was good and it was a close run thing and it was a heartbreaking loss. I get it. But if you want to change people's perception and you want to change people's um, thinking about you, you hold on to last night and you win it. And you make make people go, gee, that was some real good heart and they really knuckled down Mm. and Jesus, they really pulled that one out of the fire. Yes, Tim, you got your hand up. When was the last time, and this is a legitimate question, when was the last time we had a genuinely heartbreaking loss? Uh, we lost to Essendon uh, in about 2013. Yeah. Uh, we lost to them in 2016 when they had none of their players. Yeah, that's right. That was that, we, we were pathetic. Yep. Now, in 2013, we lost to them. We kicked something like nine goals, 20, and, yeah. and uh, Zaharakis kicked a running goal late to win yep. the game. Um, I think we kicked something stupid in the last quarter to lose it by a kick. Yeah, Simpson kicked it out in the full. He, and he, no, he that was earlier than that again. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, Eddie Betts. No, that was 2011. Eddie Betts yeah, missed no. one from the top of the goal square. I don't know how you snap. guys remember what year was. Which, like, I've got a phenomenal memory for some things, but your recall on certain years is remarkable. Yeah, well, so this, this 13 game was a night game, and I think it was Simpson collided with someone in defence. Was that when White kicked seven in the first half or something like that? Uh, no, that was no, a that was a Friday night. We the, were there. There was, was another fucking heartbreaker. That was with another Dan Halliwell. No, yeah. look, that was Joe Danaher's first it was game. Was his first game? Yeah. yeah. So, the, 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 <laughs> as your memory, Tim, it's kind of right to me. What year it was, though? <laughs> See, I remember things. I don't remember yep. years. Um, so my point, my two points are, we haven't been here in a long while. So. Everything you're saying is right. Why haven't we been here in a long while, Tim? Well, because we haven't played well enough to hurt. We haven't been in a position to have something to lose and and not be able to galvanise it and create what we're genuinely wanting to create. More than that, Tim, we've got a group, and this is a segue of sorts, we've got a group who doesn't want to embrace having something to lose. I don't think. I'm not convinced. I want to be convinced. I want to believe they do. But the point I've got here headed... Headline here is mentality. Yep, and and, and what you you're absolutely right, and this is what I'm trying to say is, we did a, a review of the football department last year, and sacked no one of note that wasn't correct, the senior correct. coach. But but let me talk. The guy that we put in that we placed a lot of stock in um, being a real culture changer for the football club is Redbeard Aaron Greaves, and he's about football culture because everything that Fab says is right. Mm. Collingwood's been about mental capacity and belief and being able to – and, like, they're not a good team. They've got some good leaders and, and they're, they're, they're the remnants of a former you I've, know, got, I've got the note here, Tim. Team. I've got the note here, Tim. And but this we're, is we're saying, how do you capitalise? Uh, just... How do you capitalise on it and what do we – like, we've got – last night was shit and we all recognise it, but there is an opportunity to be able to learn. And having not done that – for six years or nine years or whatever it is, I reckon it's longer than six years. Tim. But but there's an opportunity to learn that we've not, we've not been through this process, and it might take us six months to be able to learn whatever whatever it is we needed to learn. Out we've of last had twenty two weeks to learn. Mm. We haven't embraced expectation. I get that, and but haven't the- been mentally prepared. Any time there is any expectation, we turn to shit. Now I'm not saying last night we had expectations of winning, Tim. But whenever responsibility whenever we need to mentally apply ourselves, absorb, take on a fucking challenge Rise as a club, it. we've fallen away. Horribly. I've got the note here that as a and I sent this on the text last night. This is devastating as a rusted on lifelong supporter of this football club. Um, but this group aren't winners. No. Um, how many chances do we need to win one game? 
One Four. game, boys. You need how many? You need Four win, chances. You need to win one game. How many chances do you need? So, see Timbo's response there, Sean. One second. I reckon that's the thinking internally. Next do you week. reckon? Next week. We don't lose four in a row, Sean. Well, we don't pe- lose four. People were saying that the other week. Well, we don't lose two mm. in a row. Collingwood don't win 11. In- oh, you can't just keep winning by a point. Well, fucking hell, it's 11 weeks in a row. Still going, and we're still losing. Then not related, though. No, <laughs> no, at all. Um, but, no, he, but, the, but his life is tied up in the, both. The point is here. So we go from eight and two to clinging to a spot in the eight by our fingernails. Yep. We get a little bit of expectation and we go to water. This is a team, boys, that we get 50 points up and we go to water. Mm. Like that's just, That happened that's, twice. That just screams. That's alarm bells. But look, we drop our bundle. That we happened twice and Tim, it happened 15 weeks Tim, ago. We are not winners. We do not have the temperament of winners. We do not have the killer instinct of winners. We that's do not have the mentality of winners. Our, we do not have the intangibles that a winning team has. We how do, do you have get belief. it? How do you get it? Um, like, it's I, personality. I, you and can't, so, mate. If you don't have it, you can't create it. So it's how do you, how do you get it? Um, the it's not in this group. That, you can't say that, Tim. How many more examples? It's right in front of our eyes. So do you gut the whole list and start? No, no, again? no. You don't gut the whole list, but you, they need to go out and whoever they target, whether it's an eighteen-year-old kid, correct? As, as irresponsible as it is to put this burden on a kid, yep. they need to be a killer. If you're in the free market, you need to be a killer. You need to have the. You need to. Just, have the most, and I didn't have this on my notes, but I'm going to bring bring up a Paddy Cripps. I don't think he should be the captain next year. I think he's been given enough time to stamp his imprimatur on the football club. I think he's an exceptional player. Yep. I have my doubts in him as a leader. I think his leadership style has been given an opportunity to cuddle and cultivate a, a winning sort of team camaraderie. It hasn't worked. So who's next? Weedering. And Weedering's attitude should be, or his um, remit should be, you're not here to be everyone's mate. You're here to drive the standards of the footy club. You're not here to be loved by everyone in the group. You are here to basically – the classic, you know, the silly thing that we could talk about Roy Keane and the United guys, but I love this stuff where they were joking about this off-the-ball podcast that Gary Neville and Roy Keane did in Dublin. It was phenomenal. It's a phenomenal couple of hours of these guys just telling great stories and talking about their careers. And they were talking about how they would go through a phase of like just finding each other for just really – unbelievably line ball behaviours. And it became a bit of a running gag, but it was like, if you're late to the bus by a second, it's a thousand pounds. <laughs> if you're, it's, if you're wearing the wrong uniform, socks, shoelaces, what doesn't matter. If you're wearing the wrong hat, you know, thousand pounds. And it was this level of everyone's in the same boat. And people might go, you can't do it like that anymore. Or we've tried doing it the other way. Hasn't worked. The team has no galvanising look at each other across the field. We hold on here. I've never seen anybody in our team, you know, people say, oh, that's not a good look. I completely disagree. Have you ever seen a teammate go another teammate? Yeah, I love it. Right? I haven't seen it. We've had plenty of opportunities where people make errors you know what I want to see? Who's keeping them to account? And I know people go, oh, if you, then they'll drop their heads. If they drop their heads, you've already identified he is not trustworthy. You know what's a great Se- example? Second quarter, there was no, one no, no, no. where the ball went over You're the back. You're being specific Tim, to Melbourne, Tim. Timbo. No, no, but like then Harry pointed and said in front, you know, I've got, I've got Stephen May covered all night. Yeah, it was Jack Martin, night. poor kick. It was. No, this yeah. is the thing. So, you know what I'd love to have seen last night? Recognise what's on the line. 
You know, what I would have loved, you know what I'd love to have seen? Matt Owies has the ball and he fails to hit Adam Saad. That's the defining moment in the last minute in yep. terms of creating the turnover. You know what Adam Saad should have done? Recognise that Matt Owies already munged fucking three kicks tonight to unmarked teammates and he should have run up for the fucking handball receive and gone, oh, I'm going to own the responsibility of hitting a target. Or if you're lucky, a good kick of the football. I'm going to mm. own the responsibility. This guy's... Fucking missed three or four really crucial targets already tonight. I'm not going to let him. Hit I'm not going to let him one. kick the football. Yeah. I would have run around him and gone mm. and taken the responsibility myself to hit Weedering, Cripps, Walsh, and more than that, I would have loved to have seen. And I'll, I don't know. I'll never put myself through watching the behind the goals footage. Side presents for the ball. That's fine. I really, really, really hope that. If they were on the field, Cripps was doing the same and Walsh mm. was doing the same and Weedering was doing the same. I really, really who, yeah. hope... Who was demanding the football? That there were boys out there demanding the ball. to be a lot. And, and I, think, I think the absolute pivotal moment, and this is, will never be a criticism of Adam Saad because I love him, but he got... He, he knew he wanted to play it slow and so when he got it... The ball and, doesn't get to him, Tim. No, no, but he 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 had tired heaps of time. No, but what, as soon he, as but, he ball... wait, but what he should have done is he should have gone on the forty-five to the boundary line because there was a guy that was in front of his opponent, no, and well, he I should have gone because then that's there. If you, if it if it misses, it goes out of bounds. If you kick it fifty up the line to where they have the numbers, you've Mate, given you know, the Tim, ball back. I said this off pod. You know what he should have done? He should have turned in the grandstand and kicked the ball Absolutely. into. I have Mont. no problem. Kick the ball into Jollymont Station and no then gone. Everyone's back. Yeah. While they're getting the ball from tier two of the members, everyone is back. I have no problem with that. But the kick doesn't get to him. And these are just these little moments. Yeah, but as you say, if he marks it. That good teams recognise. Yeah, but if he marks it, he's got eight seconds. Ball didn't get to him, Tim. I'm agreeing with you, Sean. Why don't we say if he marks it? No, no. But But is he fucking David Boone in the slips, is he? So as you say, when he got it, it, he should have gone quicker than what he did is what I'm saying. But if it gets to him, he gets to push back and then he has the time. Worse than that. But I agree, when he got it, if he puts it in the grandstand, that's probably a better outcome for us than what it was. So here's the problem. With 30 seconds left, we detail this. With 30 seconds left, we've got the ball. Yep. With 30 seconds on the clock. Mm. We have the ball. Yep. We Where's have Doc? the lead. I want to know where Doc is. All these guys. I want to know where the leaders are. No, no, because the ball is in what part of the ground? It's wing halfback. All right. So where's Doc? He should be 15 plus metres away he behind should be on his own. He fucking sprinting. On his own. We should be having... So many fucking spare people just just flood. Yep. Flood, 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 kick. Someone, space, kick, space, kick. Yep. You don't have to fucking score. You know how easy it is to play keepings off, Timbo? We don't. <laughs> and that was the thing. That was We bring him up way too often on this podcast, but it just shows what a champion he was. Would fucking Luke Hodge not have had the ball in his hands at some stage in that 30 seconds. Well, the one, the one bit well, that Hawthorne I loved... would have been Mitchell, Burgoyne, Hodge. Yeah. Would have all happened. All of the above. When, when Kerno kicks it to Harry Mackay, mm. Lockie O'Brien runs from probably where Charlie kicked it from and he charges forward into the space yeah, in front of Harry. Yeah, he didn't get over the top to win. There, there, was, there was players zoning off, so there was never the kick was never by Harry to go forward. But I know for a fact there was one bloke on the ground who was busting a nut to be able to get up to where he needed to get to. Now, it wasn't used, 
But again, as we always say, the moment you vacate a space to be able to run somewhere else, there was so much space, space for there somebody as well. else to it's run a, into. That's an interesting example. There was so much space there as well that he almost didn't need to hit the target because O'Brien would have been space. able to gather it and pivot and go back mm. and forth. And you know what? As stupid as it or sounds, fumble it out of bounds. You know, you know, as stupid as it sounds, get yourself real hard to the boundary line. Yep. And then just wait for someone to turn up. Yep. And then be like, oh, I'm going to pivot. Ah, oh, you've pushed me over the line. Yep. We'll bore that. And, in. And, and in the end, or as, as we kick know, it to the fucking point post. Yep. And go, we'll have a ball in. Yep. There's, you know what the thing that football that annoys me so much? We mentioned it there uh, with the side example. But with, with soccer, when you're under pressure, have you seen the classic one where the goalie's got the ball all the way over on the touchline and he's dancing and he's dancing and he's dancing and then he just hoofs it out of play? He's literally a metre from the touchline. Yep. And he's just dancing around, dancing around, then he just like kicks it out of bounds. Kick it out of bounds. Yeah. Kick it out of bounds. But that's... Kick it out of bounds... 65 metres down the line. Correct. And it's not in our nature, is it, Sean? That's, no. That's the no. problem is is we're taught, oh, you don't do that. But again, if Saad kicks at 50, rather than kicking at 50 and 20 metres inside the inside the boundary line where yeah. it went to, kick it on the – even if it's on the boundary line and – because Melbourne wants the ball in play. And in the end, the Jake Lever kick was an absolute mung, the worst Damn. kick of his life, and it was sheer fucking genius because Damn. it put it into a place where we went defending. You know what I hate? What? About what we've become. We make excuses. We make excuses. But that's, that's, a, that's a realistic... And, and we're desperately waiting... Realistic and realistic no, 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 no. And we're desperately waiting and hoping and crossing our fingers that someone else does our dirty work for yeah, us. No, and it's pathetic. I'm just I, over it. And a lot of people might be listening to this and going... Oh, you guys wanted a lot of things to happen in thirty seconds. To well, me, it's one not, thing. It's to not. It's, but it's, oh, to me, it's not thirty seconds. There's three and a half minutes on the clock from when Charlie kicks the goal. We're eight points yeah. up, and Two we and we let him scores. score three times. Two scores. Yeah. Who on the fucking ground says, lads, we control it from here? You've got a goal buffer. You've got one. Yeah, you got more than that. You got right. two kicks. So you got the buffer. It's not like you know. You got the but who the fuck is controlling the game? Who was running two minutes off that clock? That's why we, that's that's the leadership conversation. That's the we don't the have. We've said it before. We love Sam Doherty. His story is phenomenal. Patrick Cripps is a fucking warrior. We're not criticizing them as footballers. They're no. great. Doc's had his moments, and I'm sure we'll touch you know from a footballing perspective later on. But who we don't have leaders. We don't. And if this red beard has come in to identify and breed leadership and culture and all that, well, fuck, mate. Not doing a great job. Well, he's 21 weeks in. Can I ask a question? This is stu- Fabian's stupid thoughts, right? <laughs> could Brian be a Cook. Segment. <laughs> do you ever hear from Brian Cook? No. Not or does lot. he only come out and get praised when his teams do well? Well, I think Brian Cook's a little bit like, you know when we used to laugh about I Jay fucking and... deleted his email, by the way, when I got it the other day. And we... I know it's a he didn't write it. bit of club bullshit, but... Um, now, look, we... God, that was the wrong messaging, wasn't it? Terrible. Mm. Um, a lot of the messaging's frightening. People people spoke about you know, Harry Mackay on the couch. I didn't like it. Yeah, but that's Harry. I, I, you no, don't no. expect much else I, I, get I don't that. think the... he knows how to I handle that situation. I didn't like that. I, didn't, I thought it was really naive. I, didn't, I wasn't one of these... Classic Carlton commentary at the moment is, you know, it's you're you're totally in or you're totally out, and it's this idea of for me Harry's comments were just naive. Well, he just, had to frame it differently. He had to frame it differently. He, he had what to, he said was he very had to say. Just, he what he had to say is, 
we've improved, we've taken steps forward. But we're but, not happy with that. But until we make finals, satisfied. we cannot be satisfied. And you're going, thank you, Harry. Perfect. That's what we've all needed to hear. Not if we don't make the finals, it's not a failure. You go, yeah. no, it's a complete so it's failure. Complete failure. Absolutely it's a complete a failure. failure. Yeah. And, and if you hit pre-season, if it all pans out that we don't make finals, if you hit pre-season with the, we had a good year, Fuck off. We'll repeat the same yeah. mistakes this year. The reality is if and whatever happens next week happens, you know, whether we yeah, you know, if we win, great, you know, it probably it, it means that we've made meaningful you know, it's advances forward. But if we lose and whether we lose by one or two goals or we get pumped and lose by fifteen goals, last night has to be the fuel to say, let's not be there again. That 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 still that still has to feed. This is why we need to get better. And if they don't learn from it and they don't grow, as you say, this isn't the group. I think what's most devastating really is that ultimately last night we actually adjusted. We did exactly the coaching group and the playing group did exactly what we've been speaking about for weeks now. They adjusted and they adapted and they played with the cards that they'd been dealt. Yep. And they did a really good job to get themselves in a position where they ought to have won the game. Yes. That's why it's so devastating to get mm. within ten seconds of that. Yeah. Be, but. I'm not. I'm it would have not been, to be honest, it would have been our most significant win in a decade. My feeling isn't born out of last night in no, isolation. No, not at all. all right? no, of course, all. of course. And you say, you know, it takes time and whatever. In 23 weeks, have we taken strides in the space of mentality and leadership? No. I'll say, I'll say absolutely not. No, not at all. I, I've, I've felt... We haven't like if I, we started I felt this season that George Hewitt has given us an edge that I've not seen us have before. No, and and I reckon his absence isn't helping. I would have loved George Hewitt on the footy ground last night. I really but George really Hewitt, and I'm not going to pot Chris Judd, but like Chris Judd, he's been parachuted in. Your yeah, but your influence, great leaders, your influence extends beyond you. Yeah, I know, but when George, you're not but, there, but you can't blame George Hewitt for that. No, 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 but when you're not there, yeah. It's in, like, okay, I've had an influence on these blokes. And then when I'm not there, guess yeah. what? That's my influence. It's still there. Yeah, John Nichols could Otherwise have had you're an influence not influ- last night too, but he wasn't there. <laughs> no, but I agree. You don't have an influence on me if you come in here and type my fucking reports, Tim. Oh, yeah, Timbo's had a good influence on, on my day. He's written all my reports. But if I'm here writing my reports based on the information, the knowledge and the experience that you've given me, then you have influenced me. That's what I'm trying to say, Timbo. I'm not saying George Stewart should have fucking been there or blah, blah, blah. You want an influencer. We don't have anything. Yeah. And it's taken 23 weeks. It should have been. I accepted the Port Adelaide performance, the Hawthorne performance. Okay, we've held on. It's great. We've got the four points. People were jerking themselves off silly. But that's fine. Let's learn. Guys, we're not there. We can't switch off. We need to drive each other. Did we switch off? We did switch off last night, didn't we? Yes. No, no. Oh, yeah. Last night's performance in isolation wasn't that bad. No, no. It'd been the last three minutes we switched off. Yes. I just think they're yeah, more than yeah. Not we switched within, off. I reckon. No, we got we got to within touching distance of the most significant win in the clubs and didn't know recent memory it. And, and couldn't, and couldn't handle, handle it. it. Yep. Couldn't. We knew what we needed to do, but and this is what frightens. I think the football club. I'm completely at peace with what will probably happen next week because the warning signs have been there for weeks and weeks and weeks, but. Next week, if we're, we we're, win, we're staring, if we win, no one you win. open with the "I'm wrong." <laughs> wrong about what? Wrong. <laughs> what am I wrong about? Well, you said you've made peace with what? what's. You, you, no, 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 no. You've Tim, anointed Tim, the Tim, outcome already, Tim, Tim. 
I said we shouldn't be surprised if next week goes poorly yep. and ends poorly for us. Yep. We have no we have no excuse for being surprised or where did this come from? Yeah. We've been staring at it for months. So if it goes poorly, if it goes well, no one will be happier than me. Yeah. I'll love seeing my football team win. And no one will be happier than me that we've answered the bell. Yeah. And no one will be happier than me that fucking well done, boys. You've shown us you handled it. Good stuff. Let's build on this into next week. But you think on the basis of everything you've no, seen no and one, everything you know, you probably no should, think you know the way no, that it's no going to play out. No one should be surprised if it plays yeah. out poorly. We won't be surprised. And the yeah. problem is the, the thing that I think we're not going to be able to handle is – we don't seem to – externally, we certainly don't seem to acknowledge the reality of the situations we've been in. Yep. So internally, I have no faith that they're kind of going, this is – boys, this is it. This is show up or go home. This yeah. is it. Like this is – this is the, the problem we're staring at too is they won't talk about it. They won't talk to it. They won't acknowledge that this is the reality. If Collingwood knock us out of the finals, they'll talk about that for decades. Yeah. We'll remember the day when. Remember the day we broke Carlton Hearts. Honestly, that's what that's what, what's on the line yep. is enormous. Yeah, I agree. From a reputation point of view, historically, yep. what's on the line next week and whether our boys can handle that yep. is the football club will have to live with the scar yep. of being bundled out next week. Because all the idiots like us that rock into work on a Monday morning, like tomorrow, and all they can do is go, we got close. We almost won. We almost made finals. And so for all of us people that defend the club and wear a heart on our sleeve and all that sort of stuff, and we're bruised after last night, this footy club needs to step up next week. No, they do. And, and they, they need to they, know They genuinely need to deliver. They need to know what's on the line. They need to understand the significance of what's on the line. They need to understand um, the longer-term ramifications of what's on the line. They need to meet that head-on. They need to embrace that this is a big game and the stakes for us are bigger than the stakes for them. And we need to meet that and rise to it and get the job done. Yep. Can they do that? I can't with any confidence say they can. So do we Do we want Collingwood to win today? doesn't matter. I'm not, I'm not bothered because we need to beat so them. So even if they're playing for top four, we don't care. We just, no, we, we just beat we, them. We need to worry about what we're playing for. Yeah, that's true. So it is true. I've got some notes here. The next heading I had, the last heading in this little preamble thing, uh, was moments. And then I had two subheadings. I had... The past and the present. Has this idiot kicked eight? I don't know. Um, you got to stop referring to live events. People are listening to this sometime <laughs> after the fact. Uh, so, moments. Heading number one, the past. As I walked from the ground last night, I found myself contemplating what was the last Carlton moment that mattered? It was, it was Chris Richmond. Judd's, it was Chris Judd's goal. Yeah, against Richmond. Against Richmond. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That was nine years ago. Well, I... That was the last Carlton moment that actually had any bearing weight or significance. That was the last big stage, big moment. That is depressing. And worse, I mentioned the term before, worse, it belongs to a bloke we parachuted in. Yeah. It doesn't belong to a rusted-on Carlton man. Yet we love Juddy. Everybody loves Juddy. But it doesn't belong to someone who's Carlton guy. Yep. And it's, it's this thing where I go... We used to see those semi-regularly, these real big moments. And since then, we've plumbed the depths. We've lurched from one embarrassment to the next. We've been beaten up and belittled by everyone. And we still don't have any resolve or appetite for the big test. We still don't have any b- 
bur- fire burning in inside of us to go fucking. You know what happens next week? You know what happens next time? Not that. Yep. We still don't have that desire to. How can we fucking prove them wrong? Yep. We don't want it. We don't want the responsibility. You look at the field last night. We spoke about guys wanting the ball, and once again, without we don't want to name names because without seeing the footage or the like, recognizing. Okay, boys. Sign goes out. You know what? Beautiful moment we have when the ball comes out to Owies, and maybe they did. You walk around. If I didn't have the ball, I'd be yelling at the bench. How long? Yeah. How long? Yeah. Everyone on the field. Everyone knows. Should then that's know. That's when you just give it everything. And we didn't rock up prepared to see that out. We didn't seem to have a plan to see that out. People can hang Matt Owies for missing the kick. He shouldn't have had the kick. That's as an, fair as a point. solution. So part two. And, and in a way. Good on you, Owies, for having the balls to put yourself in that place. You failed. Mm, like, and again, and I don't want to be nasty about it, and I certainly don't get any enjoyment out of it, but you are right. He is not the bloke that should have had the ball in hand. Um, yeah. It sounds crass. We mentioned a deal. I'm repeating myself. If I'm on the field, you know what went through my mind when he had that kick? The other two or three that he'd fucked up badly. Immediately, yeah. I just went, "Oh shit, he is." Ma- shit ma- is. Maybe because I wasn't there for the first half, I, was like, this I is didn't an important see a lot kick. of the other errors and so all that sort of stuff. In so. terms of the big moments, owning the big moments, taking advantage of the big moments. I was just hoping we'd just see shape the whole way around. Yeah, you know, well, little we short. Mate, we couldn't even do that. Yeah. So, in terms of the present, when moments to stand up come up, we never measure up. And you look at last night in isolation. I'm not potting individuals. These are just incidents from last night. We can go back and speak about. Cripps' turnover before halftime. Horrendous. Cops us a goal. Yep. We lose by five points. Doc just blazing away in the back half. Too often. Yep, too often. Harry's first set shot of the night. Very similar to Fisher's. Jesus. Very, very similar to um, Fisher's shot on the run last week. We got the first shot at goal for the game. Yep. We don't get anything for it. No. Oh, his kick late was terrible. Jack Noon's dropping the mark in defensive 50. Not great. Horrendous. Jake Melksham taking a contested mark in, in amongst five players in the goal square. Young holding the ball. His man runs back. Ben Brown then takes the next mark, kicks the goal. Yeah. Was that uh, – yeah, no, no. I'm thinking of something you else. You know, Martin had a couple of really nice moments where he stood up and kicked important goals. He also had a couple of bad moments kicking inside 50 where he didn't hit open targets. Yeah. They are all examples of you've got a moment to execute and to do it right and to get it done and you didn't. And but, why couldn't you? you but can we're take not going to be them, perfect either, Sean. Tim, so. You can take one of them, two of them. Okay, yeah, your skill error, execution error. Those are unbelievable errors that are rooted in temperament. Yeah. And and you you can't have that many and still expect that you should win a game of football. They don't speak to an individual malaise. They speak to a broader malaise in the group. Absolutely. So all of those instances we talk about, and you're in a five-point game. And look, we've had some fun, and, and I've been attacked relentlessly over the last month by Collingwood Nuffies. They fly by the seat of their pants every week and they can say they don't, but they do. They get lucky. Things roll their way, bounce their way, go their way. Yeah, they take risks. It they comes take off. risks and it comes off and you're kind of going, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. We it's, took risks against St Kilda and got butchered every single time. No, we didn't take they, risks, Tim. We just made fundamental, fundamental skill errors. errors. Yeah, yeah. And then didn't take our chances at the But other when you end. go corridor, you still got to execute. That's another you? great example. Like I've got the note here. You go, we have to be better than this. Yep. We have to be better than last week. We have to be better than we were against Adelaide. We have to be better than we were against St Kilda. And this is what we speak about the group. 
when does the group wake up to want for more? Yeah. And when does the group wake up to hold each other to a much fucking higher standard of yep. arms around walking off? When does the group hold it, like stand up and go, Nunzi, that was not fucking good enough. That drop mark's not good enough, mate. Well, and it just... Do you, do you reckon they're doing that behind closed door? Who knows? Well, they're going to do, do a review of the last three minutes and say what went right, what went wrong, what do we do next time? Not much went right. You know, what I, you know what I'd do? I'd start, no, the, like uh, I'd start the clip and I'd play it through. And I wouldn't say a word. Mm. And then I'd say to the group, what went wrong? Because it's on you, what went wrong? Because as you say, in the last two minutes, you, okay, could, no, you, say, there's nothing you, you no, can no, have been coached to within no, an inch of no, your so life, I'd but say, you still got to execute. Tim, I'd say if I was Voss, I'd go, if you think it's coaching, speak up. Yep. If you think it's we weren't coached to do this, we weren't prepared to do this, I didn't know what to do, go, this, Tell is, me. this is a safe space. Just go, honestly, if you don't think you were, if you weren't comfortable knowing what we needed to do in that situation, put your hand up. Yep. Go, no one's being hung out to dry here. Because again, always, I, I always puts know. himself in the right spot, but he doesn't execute. So is that an error? Is it on Oe's? I read something say he then we came off the ground afterwards and he was injured. Again, if you're injured, why are you putting yourself in there in the first instance? But yeah, this sounds like excuses. But you drive yourself insane. This sounds like excuses. No, no, no. I just you read all of these incidents because I I don't want what happened to have happened, but it did, and it's happened before. And and I'm torturing myself over. Couldn't see the game out against St Kilda. Got got the lead in the last quarter. Couldn't yep. see it out. Had Thought the chances. Had yeah. the chances. Couldn't see it out. Didn't turn up against Adelaide. Still had the chances. Couldn't see it out. So these aren't you know these aren't one off. These aren't isolated situations. These are things that the club has failed to address. Yeah. For weeks and months, because I don't know why. I, if they think it'll resolve itself, I don't know. I can't answer that. Yeah. But we don't get better until they are resolved. All of those little things add up to where we find ourselves now. And they all point to a really dispiriting finish to the year if we don't find a way of correcting them in the next six days. So if we're balancing on that knife edge, what are we talking about next week? I don't understand what that question is. Well, well, <laughs> well even I'm thinking, yeah, no, no, no well, what, what, one of two, one of two things is going to happen. We're going to have a win. We're going to be wrapped. We know that we're going to be playing finals. We'll be talking about what it means and who we're going to play and. All that sort of stuff and you know, who, who did well, all that sort of stuff. What can we have to look forward to? If we don't win, regardless of margin, attitude, output, all that sort of shit, you can't – not back to the drawing board, but it's No, like, you're back to the drawing board. Absolutely you are. Yep. Well, attitude-wise you are. Yep, absolutely. Not talent-wise, but um, attitude-wise. Personnel, you'll re-look at and go, what don't we have? Because yeah, we haven't been be, up to live. Personnel will be looked at as well. Yeah, and look, by the same token, you know, the fact that we got – to eight and two, you've got to recognise that there was something there, so you don't blow it up, but you've got to work out how do we enhance that and add on to it and improve it and grow it. Just dawdling, Sean. Dawdling while I'm listening. I've got Microsoft Paint open. You're worried that I'm doing work and not listening. I'm worried you're, you're not, certainly not contributing. Timbo's um, talking. I don't like to talk over people. I, I, just, I just think it's a real... Watershed moment for the footy club next week, and whether we can handle that. Um, that image of Dyson Heppel in that graphic—he looks like he's jaundice. Really, <laughs> like he's orange. Yeah, he is. 
might be getting ready for his Gold Coast Suns Maybe sojourn. Too much, too looks, many injections. He looks like a statue. He looks like a bronze statue. That's a bad lighting effect. Oh, there. the one in the foot. I didn't even know what you're bloody talking about. <laughs> you were looking for it. <laughs> looking on the field and go, I'm seeing a few Port Adelaide players, but yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll wait and see on that. Uh, chicken salads now. Any no? Do you order. have any? Com- sorry. Do you have any confidence that this playing group can handle? Next week is going to be the biggest game of their. Basically, everyone in this team's career. I, no, I don't have any confidence. I hope they can. Do you agree? George, George Hewitt has played in a grand final, in fairness. George, George, Hewitt, won't, he won't be George Hewitt won't be won't playing be tonight. Yeah. Timbo, Timbo, stop with the fucking George Hewitt, uh, mate, hey, right? Leave George Hewitt alone. Right. Now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hope they can, but I don't have any confidence they will. I think they can, but not with you know, any absolute confidence. Is it the biggest game that... Yes. Yeah. For this playing group, ever? Yes. Well, who who played in the Richmond game in on this list? Which Richmond game? The Richmond elimination final. None. No one. No one. Well, Kurnow did, but he's obviously Ed Ed, Ed Pied. What's Nick Dogan doing? <laughs> no, so um, this is an enormous test of a group that hasn't hasn't been able to. And this is where I worry because the biggest issue, and we've we've said it here, it's the mental, you being able to embrace occasions, yeah. moments, and how do we deal with it and. I haven't dealt with it yet. I still just don't think Collingwood's that good. And they're so not I, Timbo. I, I they're they're, they're not Tim. I think they're Timbo. absolutely they're gettable. And I'm, no, they are. For a team with some confidence, yep. absolutely they are. Yep. Do we have that confidence? I don't know. Uh, chicken salads in no real order. Uh, defensive resolve, I thought from a couple of very notable, um, very disappointing uh, contests, the boys down there were absolutely resolute, really. There was a period where the ball was coming in so hot, so often – and I thought they did a really good job for the most part. Like I said, had a couple of poor contests, which were mm. very costly. I thought Lewis Young... Lewis Young was very good. Was back a little bit. Yep, yep. To, he to, had a bad month. He played well. I thought, yep. I thought Marchbank was sort of okay. Yeah. Yep. He, give him oh, mate, give him time. He just needs time. He, he wasn't perfect, and he had a couple What's of... What's wrong with Jacob? Jacob's obviously not right with his shoulder. Because yep. they were, well, in a way... I they, think it's just all... Men. I don't think... In I a think way, they a, were hiding him a little bit. On Melksham. On Melksham, which was disastrous. <laughs> um, and that Melksham stuff wasn't necessarily his yeah. fault. I don't think Jacob is mentally ready to try the shoulder out. No, I completely agree. I think he's out there maybe 75% physically. Yeah, and that's that's affecting his confidence, which affects the way he goes. Yeah. And he's not the, first, not the first footballer to be God, no. exposed in that but sort of condition. We're, we're, playing, we're playing a bloke wearing the number 23, Tim, that isn't. What we're used to seeing. No, I know, but we've also asked the bloke to be captain next year, essentially. So he just gets on with business and he delivers. That's well, his we, job. Well, we need him to. Yeah. Um, I thought our intent and ability to adapt was really good. Um, we've spoken about it earlier, but we really sacrificed our game. And to come so close to getting the result and miss out is, is terrible. But um, I thought the coaching group, more than anything, needed a performance like today. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, sorry, to show that they could adapt, to show mm-hmm. that they could be creative, to show that they had some levers to pull. And they did. And they did. They were able to do that, which was really good. That was pleasing. Mitch McGovern. Locked his kick-ins. Mitch really locked him kicking in. Mitch McGovern's return has gone a bit under the radar. Yep. I think because we all just think he'll be injured, so we don't want to tie ourselves to him. Don't want to get excited. Yeah, we just don't. I don't it's think- like when Jack Martin kicks a guy, I don't even applaud. Yeah, he won't be here next week. Yeah, you'll get injured. He'll, he'll, he'll get <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to open my heart. Yeah, <laughs> for no, it to be broken. I, I again. 100% agree. It's this attitude of 
No, it was good, but you'll you'll probably pull up with a sore back or a sore yeah. hamstring or a sore calf. You won't play next week, so we can't we can't look forward to having this yeah. next week. But I think McGovern's been quite good yeah. um, since returning. Uh, Harry Mackay lifted after a couple of very lean weeks. I certainly hope he was challenged internally. He was powerful. He was powerful. I hope they challenged him internally because his last couple of weeks have been dreadful. Um, and last night he, he worked really hard. He competed up and down the ground. He presented. He was a fantastic focal point for us. He kicks three goals. And his kick, when he pushed up and his kicks back inside 50, yeah. you know, really dangerous. And, and again, you know, we, we everybody in the football world knows how good of a kick that Charlie Curnow is. But when we had that fast movement in the second quarter and that long kick to Harry out in space, it's like, yeah, that's that's a hell of a weapon yep. to be able to have. I thought he just needs to get more of it. Harry Harry was on the brink of running too far. <laughs> I thought he's going to get. Well, the umpires would have delighted in doing that. Yeah. Uh, I thought Doc. We mentioned he panicked a bit in defence, but I thought he was okay in the middle. You got yep. in the middle, and at least yep. we tried something. Yep, we that was in the middle. Was pleasing. Well, against a very defensive good side inside midfield, mm. um, for him to be able to compete with that and break even and. And give us something was good. Seeing him defensive side of the centre clearance, he, he, he I don't know, he, he looked really good. I liked it. The million dollar question is how do you integrate that every other it's week? It's just rotations, Tim. Just rotations. No, yeah. we, we've got to have four or five different setups, different yeah. looks. You know what it is? In it's the ice, middle. It's ice but hockey. we've got to stick with it because we, we've been very same, same. Yeah, mate, it's ice hockey. One mob off, another mob on. No, the lines. You've got your lines. And some players may exist in multiple lines. They might cross over. Yeah. But you've got teams, you've got groups that are just something a bit different. And, like, it means that if you rock up to a centre bounce and there's someone in there you don't expect to see there, it might just be a moment for pause of, yep. okay. Hmm. Centrefield? He was okay. Yep. Yeah, he was okay. Centrefield playing more inside than being mired out in a wing where it just doesn't play to his strengths. He can do it, but he was much better inside last night. Do we I, get monstered at the contest? A little bit. Sometimes. And... Look, when you're going up against Gorn and and Jackson, I mean Jackson's going to get paid a million dollars a year, um, so uh, rubbish. Anyway, um, like a pigeon, Tim, you're very easily someone's <laughs> just waving a piece of shiny flint in, in out of your eye line. Oh, mate, pointed at him. Um, but yeah, uh, you're up against two very good ruckmen and a very good inside midfield core, uh, and they ask all the questions of you, and we we. Took it up to him. In when our midfield has been beaten in the contest severely for ten weeks, um, what we dished up last night with a different set of faces in there. It was just six weeks too late. Well, this um, is it. Jack Martin. We mentioned him was okay. He had a couple of opportunistic moments where he popped up. Importantly, there was one in the last quarter where he just couldn't quite escape a tackle, and you thought. Geez, if he can get himself out of here and snap this, this would be absolutely mm. enormous. He just couldn't quite get himself free. And you and you back him to break the tackles. He's, yeah. he's very good at that. He's yeah. very good through the hips. But you, you saw a little bit last night, which was encouraging, which yep. was good. Yep. You've bobbed up. You've kicked a couple of important goals, had the important set shot, yep. which he needed to kick and did kick, which was great. Uh, do we have any more? I thought Jack. Jack. You're going to give him a plug this week, are you? I, was going to, I would have given him votes if you... If you open no, I told you that's your segment. I no, uh, but you have to you have to tweet it. Tim, I, I wasn't mentally in a position to Tim, be able to. Did I did I not say time. at the start of the season? It's his. It's baby. his segment. Yeah. Oh, so do you want me to send out the tweet? You can do what you want. I've told you it's your, your segment. You've been segment. sending out the tweet, uh, mate. I told you it's your segment at the start of the year, and I still don't, found myself. Don't rely on him. 
send out the tweet. I, and I found myself. I don't think as a podcast it. with with ment- the, the mentality and the leadership isn't here to run the printers how it's deserved to be. You've, run. Been, you've been delegated. And how's it handled? How does it go on with that, Tim? Not well. Yeah, but you run the Twitter. I have to log in and do all this stuff and. You don't give me votes. I say votes. You don't give them to me. You didn't say that last night. Whenever we lose, you don't submit votes. That's not true. It happened for a couple of weeks. Mate, it's your baby. This was your segment. I told you at the start of the year that don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. But I like it. It allows some interaction with the fans. Mate, we do plenty of interaction with the fans. Don't worry about that. Uh, No more chicken salads. Uh, That covered off everything that I had. Yep. Chicken shits. I've just got the top of the list here is a sense of crushing despair. Uh, that's a chicken shit. Yes. Um, midfield, again, I thought we ceded midfield control for far too long. Pitto can't jump, uh, which is an extraordinarily large concern. We have concern. a massive hole in the ruck. It's enormous. TDK's just bashed up and fallen off a cliff. Do you, random thought, do you inquire about Todd Goldstein for a year or two? I'd be more interested in inquiring about Brody Grundy. What about Ben McAvoy? He's retired. He's 33. He's retired. That's not stopped other players before. He's retired because he had almost had a broken neck, Tim. Yes, true. This is like when Kane Corns was talking about uh, Josh Kennedy. You're going, he's retired because yeah. his body is broken just because he kicked eight goals or they were handing him Joe yeah. the Gooses. Yeah. Going, look, let's relax. Um, no, I who think else is out there? Tim, but this is your... Brody Grundy. Brody Grundy. Is, le- is he legitimately available? Maybe. Ask the question. Well, they, well if you they, were Collingwood, you, surely you don't fucking make that error of going, we're right with Mason Cox. And who was the other dickhead? Darcy Cameron. Test him. Test, uh, test him. Well, they've played a whole <laughs> – well, let's take a step back. They've won 11 in a row without Brody Grundy. So why would they think – I mean, it'd be nice to have, don't get me wrong. But if he's – if they're performing in his absence – and they're in the market for a Tim Taranto and getting younger and bringing you know other soldiers into the team. And keeping to goey. And keeping to goey. So they're, they're obviously managing what's still been a pretty tight salary cap. Like they're prepared to sacrifice a further three hundred grand after already um, sacrificing three hundred grand for Adam Trelaw. Um, they are obviously thinking they're going to get a f- couple of first round draft picks in to be able to cover off for this bloke. No, they're not getting that. Well, they're not getting it from us because I don't think we've got it to give. No, no, but in general, I'd ask the question and I'd just say, how much are you willing to cop Go if we if it's just a salary dump? Yeah. Ask the question. Well, yeah. we take on the whole thing. Oh, not, not even. Go, what's the, what's the number? What's the number? That, at, that's, what, that's what moves the goalposts as far as picks go. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, just go. You take much? on the entire I'll salary, say, you're, you're, getting, you're getting away with yeah, the second rounder. You give us two first rounders and we'll pay 300 is what they're saying. Because, well, that's that's not going to happen. No, well... That's I don't right. think anyone will do that. Well, they're obviously wanting to then trade the first round, one of the first rounders that they get for Tim Taranto. Mm. And apparently they were in for some other bloke McStay. as well. McStay. They're going to get McStay. Yeah. But McStay's a free agent. He's going, it's, uh, it's just an interesting recruiting. It, but we're not making They don't a, have a forward line. Our Collingwood though. listeners would be absolutely wrapped. Yeah, um, well, so we have to add a little segment in there. The side by side. But the, the, point, the point is um, what we're talking about with. with the ruck situation is we need a we need an upgrade. We need an upgrade quickly. Um, I wouldn't be against Goldstein for a year or two. I don't know how long he's got in him. I wouldn't be against it because mm. we need an upgrade. Um, De Conning, we spoke about it earlier in the year. I think is more of a forward than he is a ruckman mm-hmm. who can go in the ruck to pinch hit. I would actually, to be brutally honest, 
and this is not me having to go at um, Tom DeConning, I would actually put him on the market and see what if what the interest is. Put on DeConning. And I'd see see what's the interest and then what can you then turn that into. Would you chase Peter Laddams? No. 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 Okay. No, I'm just I've 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 written this list. Okay. So I'd written down obviously Pete. Lob they reckon Rory Lobb is going to Fourth the Bulldogs. He doesn't want to play in the ruck. And he doesn't want to play in the ruck. That's there was a fellow named Josh Tracy who was playing forward, changing ruck, yeah. and he was he's one ninety five. More of a forward. Yeah, so I don't think he's ruck size. Um Rory Thompson has had a couple of knee recos. Nope. He's two hundred centimetres. He's not a ruckman, but you just we need a key defender as well. Do we? Well, potentially. The other option is you could have Lockie Young. Um, Lewis Young. Lewis Young playing ruck <laughs> on, on occasions. Tim, I'm just going to stop you here for a moment. This list is not blowing Tim, my mind. Okay. Who are the come in A-grade ruckman and make us a bit of side availabilities? Oh, well, as you said, you're getting an old Goldstein for one season to be able to assist these. So you basically put him on a two-year contract, one year playing, one year as an assistant coach. But – you got Matthew Cruiser as your assistant coach, so you un- are you unseating him to be able to bring somebody else in? We don't have to offer Goldstein. We don't have to offer fucking Toddy a coaching role at all. Well, I would have thought that would be an obvious move for a Todd Goldstein. But can you just go, just go back to North Melbourne? Okay, he's thirty-four. Yeah, no, exactly. That's fine. He's not young. Uh, Kieran Briggs, but he's big, and I think if no, you're he's trying, not, he's not a solution. If you're trying to couple him with another, we need Tim. Tim. No, no, Tim. I, Tim. I've got a list. Let me go me, through the list. No, because you're giving me no, you, 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 absolute crap. Yeah. Give me an immediate solution that is it's better. It's going to be an upgrade on what we've got. Timber. That is better than what we've got. Would you Would you play Braden Pruce? Because uh, if they have Briggs and Matthew Flynn, like, be, they've got three Ruckman. I mean, I'd, he's slowly making his way through the entire league. Uh, I would be interested, more interested in Pruce than any of those guys, just because yeah. he's big. Correct. There's a bloke called Charlie Combin at, keep, uh, mentioned at this North. Guy no, I haven't. You have. Uh, they used first pick in the mid-season draft last year to take a 19-year-old Jake Edwards at 202 centimetres. Do any of these guys make us better immediately? Maybe Bruce. Maybe Maybe Bruce. Bruce. Who's the the guy at Gold Coast? Can we pry him out? What, wits? Mm. No. He's their captain, isn't he? (laughs) He's their captain. He's a co-captain. No, Tim. And the other bloke is that Hayden McLean or Joel Amati at Sydney. So I think they have a they have too many big guys. You could prize one out, but I don't think those guys are making us better. Tim, thank you. That's all we needed <laughs> after listening to that for fifteen minutes. It didn't answer any of my questions, Tim. But who's yeah? So it's Goldstein's. There's no readily available thirty year old ruckman. That's why Grundy is unrealistic. A- apart from him, but ask the question. Yeah, if, have if, to have the conversation. If you chased a Stefan Martin because he's not getting a yeah. game at the Bulldogs, Stefan Martin can't get a game at the Bulldogs because he's a broken down racehorse. He, I think that's what he's getting. Well, there. no, well Tim English has now actually acceded to the role that he did. He might be available for. in a couple of years. Yeah, but you would think that he'd go to a West Australian team, wouldn't you? You're back on the vitamin C, Zay. Back on the, I'm trying to. I'm just trying to survive your rubbish. You're trying to is turn it, orange it, like. Did you prescribe? Did you prescribe the nipple? I'm just, just, I've just. Need a pep, a pep up after that last. You're going to get a, a massive rush of heartburn in about thirty seconds from those things. I've only had one to start. Um, I don't even know what we were fucking talking about. I just raised the question about ruck. It's the biggest hole we've got inside. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> His eyes started to water. That's how bad it was. <laughs> you know, they're, they're so sweet. They, yeah, they are, are sweet. and they're sugarless. Jesus Christ! Uh, allegedly. <laughs> <These are> gonna, <laughs> 
He's gonna... You could only open one eye at a time. No, well, he's, he's overreacting a bit there, isn't he, Tim? Timbo, has his face changed colour? It is very warm. Looks like he sucked a lemon or something like that. These are unbelievably sweet. It's like, I don't even know how to describe, like, they're quite delicious. They are nice. You can't have too many of them because you, you get the squirts. Yes. Yeah, too much. Did you find that out two weeks ago? No, no, just in general. Just <laughs> like, make it home. Mate, if they were, if they were lollies, <laughs> you'd tear through them, but then they would tear through you. Correct. Um, they're like the old Starburst jelly beans. Did anyone ever have those? I did. Delicious, but an absolute surefire guarantee to ride the porcelain about 45 minutes later. Wow, well, <laughs> eh? They were like the most concentrated, sugary. They were unbelievably tasty, but I think that given that they were taken off the market, I think the feedback was relatively <laughs> unanimous. <laughs> Whenever I have these, I, I go through I about I go through about four rolls of toilet paper. Um, I think Starburst are uh, apparently no more in Australia. They've been discontinued. I saw. Is that a fact? Um, yeah. Wow. Well, they discontinued the Fruitfuls a while ago. The Fruitfuls were delicious. Yes. They were the little, you know, the little um, soft like jellies. Yes. They were absolutely magnificent. Did you like them with a glass of Ribena? I don't like them with anything. <laughs> Just testing the diabetes out. <laughs> if anyone out there used to eat the Starburst Fruitfuls, give let us, us know. let us know what were your favourites. I like the, uh, the the apple. They're obviously still in stock because you see them at Coles and that. No, they're gone, the mate. Yellow. They're gone. Packaging. No, they've been discontinued. Not. Immediately, trucks didn't roll in Jim Irsay style and clear and out every out. supermarket <laughs> of everything Starburst. There's obviously some residual leftover stock, but they to will not be replenished. buy them up all you can, Fab. But yeah, if anyone had the Fruitfuls, I was a big fan of the orange as well. Lemon could get in the bin. Mm. Lemon was no good. Yes. Um, but the, the apple was good. The orange was good. I think there was like a grape, maybe. Oh, hey. That was quite nice. Um, what other flavour? Strawberry. They're all winners, to be honest. But You're for all lemon. winners. Um, yeah, midfield-wise, what were we talking about there? Pitto, can't jump. Uh, so we got smashed in there. Silvani actually looked all right when he went in. He looked very good. Let's which, not say all right. He which, was very which was good. an incredible We concern. were kicking goals when he was in the ruck. It was magnificent. It, was he, it also does bring you something else on the floor. Look. Yep. Which is concerning for a guy like you mentioned, Luke Jackson, earlier. He's going to be, going to be getting paid a million bucks a year, and he was – Getting taken to the cleaners by Jack Silvani. In the Around run. the ground there, Luke Jackson was very good. Oh, look, it, it, Luke Jackson's a very good footballer, but I, for some reason, I haven't bought into the hype. No, and, I think he, and, I, think and he I might good. be wrong. But no, I, I agree with you. I think, I, he I think he'll like, have a great career, but he's they, they talk about him like he's like the second coming of Zion Williamson, a fit Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson like hasn't arrived yet either, Timber. They talk oh, about Zion Williamson, Williamson like he's the second coming of Zion, Zion Williamson. Williamson. Far out. He needs to drop some weight. Um, did they see in his contract there was like a weight clause? Yes, Fuck there is. should be. I'm going to be passing that one. Because the funny thing about that from a New Orleans, a New Orleans point of view. New Orleans. Uh, the funny thing from them is any club he would go to would have that as well. Absolutely. They'd all be going, now listen here, fatty. <laughs> absolutely no You're chance. You're in the fat club. <laughs> here he goes. Absolutely no chance. You're rocking up weighing 350 yep. like you were in New Orleans eating all the jambalaya going, how about this? Stop wearing the sweats. Bit of southern fried chicken. Get in the gym. He could be anything. Correct. In terms of his weight, yes. Correct. <laughs> Jamarcus style. He could turn up for, well, is that the Raiders guy? Yeah. Yeah. What did he get guaranteed? Oh. He got some ludicrous amount of money guaranteed. Yeah, but that's, 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 yep. And that's he goes, American and I'm sport. done. Yeah, he goes, I'm out of here. <laughs> Goodbye. And then he played a few games, but he, he was, was dreadful. He was that's forgettable. How American sports are. They're so, they're quick to just give a big contract. Yeah. How's our boy Khalil Mack? He's gone from being the biggest thing in in 
the National Football League to where the fuck is Khalil Mack? Yeah, correct. So, well, and I think as you sort of say, there are some people that'll go, I can get the bag now. And I, I, I reckon I it takes a smart GM again. to say, no. <laughs> hey, guess what? This is what you're worth. I'm leaving. See ya. Yep. And guess what? They get found out. Well, what what the athlete they're so needs over, to know. They're overpaid. Well, they are, but the athlete needs to go, I've got the cash now, which is awesome, but if I work my ass off, I'll get more cash later, and that could be really good. But some of these guys... The ass off? You just can't... There's a point when they think they have enough, but then, geez, there's a lot of broke professional athletes post-career, so... Well, because they're all... Dumbasses. I didn't want to say it, but it's true. Yeah. Um, Speaking of professional athletes, my cousin retired from... Rachel. Basketball yesterday. She played her last game for the Sandringham Sabres, having come off... The Sandringham Sabres. Yeah, they're an NBL one team. They played Eltham at Sandringham. The Wildcats? They are the Wildcats. But uh, they got, got beaten by 30, and Wildcats are like third last on the ladder. They were sitting fourth. But, it's one of my uh, favourite little Simpsons moments where Bart's playing Little League uh, or Pee Wee football. Yeah. And um, they're the Wildcats. And uh, I don't know if Homer's the coach at the time or Flanders. Homer takes over. And he, uh, they're saying, you know, who are we? The Wildcats. Who are we going to beat? The Wildcats. <laughs> Everyone's just named the Wildcats. Gotcha. Uh, but, yeah, Rach, two-time Olympian. Uh, WNBA champion. WNBA? Yes. Yes. Rachel dra- Jarrick. Drafted on, to mate. the Atlanta Dream. Traded on draft day to the Minnesota Lynx. The Minnesota Lynx. Won a title in the WNBA. Won a title at the, the WNBA has some boomers. shit-ass bloody names, though. Like, franchise oh, names. What's the, the Tulsa the, Shock. What's the new... The, the, the Chicago... Like, Ru- Rough Riders. Wind or something like that. <laughs> yeah, what was the other Spirit. one? Spirit. Now, what's the, what was the, the New York Mystics or something? Uh, no, uh, Mystics. There might be Washington Mystics, actually. What's, what's, what's our... Bill Burr. No, our favourite franchise. The, the Rough Riders that the, I was the, just Then we got Timbo the with. The New Mexico Rough Riders or I something. I liked um, the Memphis Maniacs and the XFL. And their logo was just... That's what dur- I'm talking about. We had someone yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. The, just... the Memphis Maniacs, their logo was just like a deranged man. <laughs> oh, John Wayne Gacy or it something was a, like It was that. amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Although, like, if you look up the Memphis Maniacs logo, it's just like... It's a cartoon. It's Ivan Milat. Yeah, but it's just like it's just like a psychotic-looking cartoon man. It's sort of the most brilliant. What was I've the ever franchise seen. that gave it away for Tim? The Rough Riders. It no, was it wasn't the Rough, the Rough Riders. I thought it was the St. Louis someone or other. Battle Hawks. The Battle Hawks. Tim's face of they've got me here. But but the best thing is I I won I won one of the questions in your in your in your. Manufactured quiz. We I let you have got, it. You, you, I absolutely beat you to it. We might have let you to make you think it was yeah. on the level. No, 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 no. You're giving us no respect for how no. you know for our I professionalism. Took I took it, and your jaw was on the floor. If anyone wants, well, just on the subject of the WNBA, if anyone wants to have a bit of a chuckle, uh, watch Bill Burr's thoughts on the WNBA. <laughs> yeah, no, I've heard this. Yeah, <laughs> Timbo's not a fan. Clearly, well, I, I mean, like the bit where he goes, he goes, name the team in your city. He goes, do it. He goes, name it. Name the team in your city. He goes, they play in front of 400 people a night. It's a tragedy. He's just brilliant. He's so good. He's very good. What do you say? He goes, name your five top top five WNBA players of all time. <laughs> you can't name him. Uh, Lauren Jackson. One. Lisa Leslie. Two. Uh, Reggie Miller's sister. Oh, she was early. She was, wasn't in the WNBA. She put up a... Have you ever heard that story? When Reggie was growing up, he played... I think he played high school and um, 
and obviously Reggie could play. And Reggie's played out of his played the game of his life, and he scored like 45, 50. And in the car, you talk about story in the car. Yeah, and yeah. in the car on the way home, they've gone. Uh, so how'd you go, Reggie? He goes, oh, I had forty five, <laughs> and uh, and everyone was quiet. He's gone. What's going on? What What's the joke? And Cheryl goes, hundred. <laughs> I, I scored a hundred. <laughs> I'm going to say something you're not going to like, Timbo. I'm yes. going to say something that Kath's probably not going to like. Shout out to Kath. Yes. Who the fuck was she playing against? Well, probably none, but she was Cheryl Miller, and she could go. She could go. She could go. I don't dis- dispute that, but the, the, the talent pool yeah. is a lot thinner for any number for any number of reasons. But you can only beat who turns up. Tim, that's like me rocking up to the under-10s at Beverly Hills and going, I'm going to have a run around today and just absolutely dominating. <laughs> and having 60 and kicking 12 yeah, it's from like, the half-back line. Like just absolutely <laughs> dominating, smoking a dart at centre-half-back <laughs> and just like tearing Have you seen the photos farming 32-year-old kid, like 32-kilo kids? Yeah. <laughs> Go, take a seat. Yeah. Uh, pushing them over. Rojo. Marcus, Marcus Rojo. Yeah. Marcus Rojo. During some penalty shootout, he's just there sitting there smoking the dart. Really Still brilliant. fully kitted. Brilliant. Um... Poise was another chicken shit, just when it mattered. No, no yeah, poise. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. And then I had a note here, defensive matchups. I thought of some about defensive matchups at times were a bit kind of weird. I, I don't know. Like I just thought we're just – did we have the magnets wrong? Like the way Do we still use magnets? The boys trotted out and I'm kind of thinking – and to be honest with you, some of that might have been to – we spoke about weedering earlier – to kind of shield him, if you will, yep. from the big target type thing. And, and, and they're using March Bank and McGovern on slightly smaller players, which at, at times can be fraught with danger. Marchie can do it. Marchie can do it. He um, just needs minutes. Yeah, yeah. exactly right. I, I still – everything he produces to me, I just go, yeah. Oh, you salivate. Yeah. For what he can be, you just have to persist. So, And he's not there yet, but he's improving and he, just, he needs time. Do you like the weekly sh- Sean – Going through my top drawer. He's got CR7, Cristiano Ronaldo's fragrance. I believe it's called Betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, pop the top up, Sean. Pop the top. Just pull, Sean. Pull it. That's it. <laughs> Smells like a Portuguese butthole. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> I'm thinking about going for another one of these sugarless oh, Sonovas vitamin C. Sean, you're going to shit in the office. Reduces. Well, I wouldn't be the first person to do that. Um, we thought... <laughs> Definitely not. Reduces. <laughs> Another chicken shit. Oh, look at this. Reduces duration and severity of common cold symptoms. That's good. That's all vitamin C. How much is it? one of these? I think I asked you this before. Cheap. Like four bucks. Nah, a bit more than that. About eight bucks. I might get one and just have it at my desk or something just before I go out. Do you have a desk? Yeah. Cool. You've seen it, Tim. Has he? <laughs> When have I been to the Australia Post oh, office? The Temple, sorry, sorry, sorry. The, the that Temple desk. Stone, oh, the, sorry. Okay, okay, the, okay. The Templestone MDC. <laughs> I've seen his desk in his bedroom, yes. The mail delivery centre. the big cobweb that sits above No, it. that's gone. Cobweb's gone. Thank you. Um, another chicken shit. Yeah. Last year, we talked about Harry Mackay late in the season. We thought his groins were no good. Mm-hmm. He doesn't seem to have a lot of depth and penetration on his kicking at the moment because he could put him through post high from 50 once upon a time. He seems to own – like he's not quite getting the distance from 50 at the moment and I'm I'm wondering if it's a lack of confidence in his kicking in general or is he carrying something? It could be any of those things, Tim. Correct. Brown. 
That's just an observation. I like it. Put it on the table. That's something for us to watch for. And then the other one, chicken shit, was just Melksham. Like, be beaten by Gorn or Oliver or Petrarch or even Bailey Fritch. Like, be beaten by... Pete calls him Fritz. Yeah, you know, Ben Brown or be beaten, be beaten by someone you know with a bit of pedigree, bit of star power. He did a Kudafidi's ninety-nine preliminary final style effort yesterday. Yeah, you know, be beaten by someone decent. I, we have we have an unhappy knack of turning real fringe mediocre players into superstars, or worse in this case, a combination of that and giving a departing journeyman a really great last hurrah. Yeah, it's just it's really galling. I agree. I agree. I. And it's the old sort of thing. We all have we all have our players on opposition sides that we like. Jake Melksham has never been one of mine at all. I will say he's done well at Melbourne. I will say though, have you ever? Um, is this sort of eraser holder? Well, it's, it's just the eraser in it. Came yeah. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> he's on, he's on the other draw now. <laughs> this draws, Funny how he talks about. I have no attention span when this, the footy's this draws, on. This draw's just got lots of boring. It's got some sticky tape, a hole punch, a glue stick. It's just called stationary. Sure. I might might just have a bit of a sniff of this glue stick. Oh Jesus! Just to pep me up a bit. Um, we've got some scissors. We've got an eraser. We've got two erasers. We've got a knife, which is good in case I ever want to stab one of you. Focus, Sean, please. Um, this is a fruit knife, I believe. But that would that would do enough. Oh yeah. That would that would be enough for me. Oh, I challenge you to a deal. Fabian's got his own fruit knife. Uh, we've got some uh, paper clips. Lots of paper clips. We've got. Is that a Spider-Man? No, no. Should <laughs> that's the best. There'd be Italian listeners going. He's found the the Corny in the top drawer yeah. and referred to it as. Is that a Spider-Man? Because look at that. No, that's to ward off. Can you see it? The evil eye. Spider-Man. It's to ward off the Malocchio. Oh, yeah. The Malocchio. <laughs> The evil eye, the bad eye. It's Spider-Man. You caught me. It's Spider-Man shooting his the webs. When opposition players are having shots at goal, we should have those on keychains around I, our necks. I, no, I do. You know, Wogs will do that. You do. Wow, that's weird. Um, that's about it, probably. Si morale. Are we up to that? Hold yeah. on. Yep. Yep. No, hold on. I just got to double check my run sheet. Yes, we are. Excellent. Where's the the sting? S.I. Morales Memorial Buster Nut Trophy Time. Very good. Um, this week, we've got some nominees. Fabian will probably go Jack Silvani. I can only imagine. be Jack. I had a few. I had Jack Martin. Yeah. yeah. Setterfield I liked. Setterfield was all right. Jack I Martin th- popped up and kicked his three. I thought Durden was okay. I thought Lewis Young yes. was very good in defence. I thought Jack was a standout. Me yeah. too. You know what I find staggering about you two idiots? When Jack is a standout, you're like, no, mm, no, sure. no, 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 it's someone else. And then when there's actually a couple of boys to choose from, you're like, Jack, it's just ridiculous. And now you don't have your votes because you've given up on that segment, clearly. Now because you don't have the votes. <laughs> you to even, post the votes. Because you don't even have the what votes. What about last week when I posted votes and you deleted them? That was the week before. Yeah, so, you know, you, you can't say I've got control and then like – Moderate. No, but you do have control, and I've taken the segment over because much like the Prender DJ and all that stuff, where you two lost interest after 14 minutes. My Prender DJ was always just going to be a banger. But that's, that's not it. what the, I've explained to you at length what the segment is and your stubborn refusal. It's not stubborn. Have you got a song for this way? No. Thinking about it. So I, I honestly, I thought Jack Silvani was fine. I, I don't necessarily. I think there are some options. I SI. think he works his tail off. Yeah, but this is the thing. Okay, I'll put it to you, idiots. This way. How many fucking times is he going to win this award? Can we give it to someone else? 
I think there's something about I think Jack is always fighting against you know the system and opposition supporters and regard and all that sort of stuff. So I think he's he's and and the role that he's being asked to play when he when he's asked to ruck against guys that are he's just not built to be competing against and yet he still does. I think he's always going to give himself a shot when he plays well. Yep. Tim, I just had a revelation here. So having criticised me for eating children's treats, oh, well, I. I have just discovered a two-pack, a traveller pack, if you will, of Arnott's Biscuits. We've got one choc chip. They're for old people We've in hospitals. We've got one choc chip. They're what's available in the coffee and tea room. one ah. choc chip biscuit and a scotch it's, finger. It's been in there for six years. And that's not even mine. Whose is it? Joey eats them and then just shoves them in the drawer, when, whatever he doesn't. Right, I'm going to take this with Joe's me, been known to have a, a full meal of, 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 of biscuits Sweet from biscuits. the tea room. Wow, wait. The Monte Carlo kid. Uh-oh. Does that be used by day night? No, they're brand, they're, they'd be from last week. Oh, right, okay. I just thought no one would have gone to that drawer in The biscuits years. catering could range. Could have been a pre-COVID. No, <laughs> that drawer holds the coffee cups in which you dr- drink out of. Yes. So I'm taking Jack Silvani off the table for the SI Morales this week because I think he wins it too often. Okay. In that case, I might I go Lewis, Lewis Young. Young. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I thought Lewis did great. Yep. I'm happy with that. I'm glad that you're happy. You've got mail. Did you see the tweet I tagged you in, Tim? Which one? I only tag you. I'm not like you. I don't tag you in every tweet I oh, send. Every time you send a text, you go at Printercast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your point? Uh, uh, Jay Hyatt has text message through saying that uh, it's been confirmed that Matthew Kennedy has a list Frank injury in his foot and his season is done. Great. So as he said, that's nasty and no guarantee of return prior to Christmas. And as we've, as we've learnt this year, Matt Kennedy needs to be running on top of the ground and super fit and not carrying weight, having a list frank injury in your foot. I don't know where this is going to go, Timbo. I don't know where it's going to go with me, okay? I'm not sure where I'm going to take this comment. But I'm going to put it on the record once and for all. I will be fucking Astounded. staggered. He did get injured in game, in fairness. I will be fucking staggered if we do not have a new head of strength and conditioning next year. People can talk about, oh, I got Charlie Kurnow fit and Charlie Kurnow's fact. <laughs> Everyone else is injured. <laughs> Set the flume. Yeah. Yeah, loved it. Everyone else is injured. So Charlie's back. That's great. But everyone else is fucked. Back injuries, <laughs> stress injuries, load injuries. Like David Cunningham may or may not still be alive. We don't know. <laughs> like you look at all at of these At least Andy guys. Mackay had the president of mind to come on every week and lie to us. I think that's it. He, at least he <laughs> faced up, he fronted up and told us, stare down the barrel. And told lies. Yeah. Mark Murphy is one to two weeks away. I respect that more than this. But the problem with a guy like like Cunners, I think, is he was off the injury report for God knows how long. And then I think they started to go, or someone finally at the football club went, I think we've got to get an update on Cunners because they've noticed that we haven't mentioned him. The best is someone's gone, who? For eight weeks. We've got to give an update on Cunners. I've got to be honest, the thing that I loved during the week the most was when they said um, uh, David Cunningham's going to make his – and they. And they said it, just a, it was just a picture of Patrick Cripps, <laughs> as if everyone had forgotten what Cunners had looked like. So he's changed a little bit, but uh, yeah, he'll be out ready to play this week. I did like that. Yeah. 
But oh, look, I'd be. There's just too many things adding up now, and you're just sort of going. We, we keep on speaking about return on investment and whatnot. If we were paying him two thirds of what we are paying him, the conversation wouldn't think. I don't think it would be this serious. You're not shifting it. But yeah. the fact that we're paying him so much money and we're getting very, very little in return is not good. Mailbox. Dom in the den. Composure cost us this game. It's been a problem for us all year. Mindset. Bit more than composure. Mindset is as important as football skill and fitness. In fact, probably more important. Are we just miles off or are we almost there? I think in a season where you (laughs) use a Brennan Boltonism, seeing the green shoots of McGovern and Marchbank and what they're being able to provide, and if you've finally got, well, can never say if you've got Martin fit. I think adding that into the mix of what we've been able to deliver this year when a lot of them weren't there when we were, say, 8-2 and two and all that sort of stuff, you have to be bullish. But there are still gaps on the list. There's still improvement required. We're probably going to have a first-round draft pick that's going to be somewhere around about pick 10 or so, depending on how next week goes. It's an opportunity to do you improve. Give a, do you really give two squirts a piss about our draft pick, Timber? Well, we're not going to. We're not standing still. So if if we can bring in a kid, as we've sort of said, that has the right mindset and can help us as a group moving forward. The term I'm using moving forward is minerals. Minerals. Yes, I will try and remember that. If if we get a minerally kind of guy <laughs> and pick <laughs> eleven or whatever it is, and he gets to grow in Aqua behind minerale. others, <laughs> then I'm thrilled. And he doesn't have to play straight away. What does that mean? Mineral water. Mineral water. So there's a corner at, at Imola <laughs> called Aqua Minerale. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like sponsored by Hepburn Springs or something. I don't like think it, it is. I think it's just named Maybe Mineral Water. Maybe there's a spring around there or something. Yeah, I, don't, I don't have no idea. Maybe. Ridiculous. Um, Ashley Warren, all year Voss has kept the same players in the midfield. Last night he was forced to move the magnets due to injuries. Doc and Setterfield added a new dynamic. We've been so bland in there for the last half of the season. I hope he learns the valuable or the value in adding more layers. Here, here. Well said, Ashley, because we've been crying out for it as a football club, not just the podcast. The football club's been crying out for some variation in there. Yeah, and, and obviously we've bitched and moaned about Paddy Dow and wanting to see him and all that sort of stuff. It wasn't entirely a Paddy Dow thing. There was a lot of Paddy Dow about it, but it was about pivoting and doing something different. And finally, when they've done it, it's shown something. So I want to see more imagination and creativity or whatever that that, that line imagination is. Imagination and fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, with the way that we set up in midfield moving forward. Not just next week, not finals if we play, but 2023 and beyond. Because we have people that can do it, let them do it. Let the cobblers cobble, as Ross Lyon Said. Tim W, was Setterfield's game a tease or is he the answer to our midfield mix issues? I think more than anything, it showed that whilst I, I think that Setters, people want to talk about Dow and those other guys, well, in a fully fit midfield, Setters should be nowhere near it. But at the same time, you actually play him on the ball, not out on a wing, and the, he looks a bit better. The fact that we've persisted for two years with him on a wing, I, I think is an well, indictment on the match committee. Because, two coaches, Tim. Because Blind Freddy can tell you that's that's not playing to his strength. It dumb. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like the guy out of the what's his name? Did you like that? Yeah, I did. It was great stuff. Oh, I'm eating a cookie. Are you okay? He's he's you, he's not he's not right today. How about you two? I think it's a bit of post tra- traumatic stress disorder myself, but. Next, um, next post. 
Picto Bento. Picto Bento. His username is Picto Bento, but his handle is Bento Picto. Interesting. Boys, would love to know your take on the small forwards. One goal between them last night. Are they playing their role up the ground and with pressure? Or do we need much more scoreboard pressure from them? Well, you always need as much scoreboard pressure as you can possibly have. You give me it, I'll take it. So <laughs> one goal between them's not, not good enough. Good enough. I thought their pressure was was at the level. Yep, absolutely. Um, it wasn't astronomically high or so astronomically high to offset just kicking the one goal. But um, the one thing that, the one thing it. to me that is evident is that going forward, Jesse Motlop is is going to be the, of the lot, the best of the lot. He just needs time. Yeah. yeah, I I felt so sad for him yesterday because when that Jake Lever shank came off. He attacked it as best as he could, and it could have gone anywhere. And if he'd have buffeted it and kept it in front of him, he would have won the game. And in the end, it got out the back, and then something else happened, and it got inside 50, and it gave him another shot. And you're going, well, that sucks. sucks. Uh, but, but I like him. I like him a lot. I like him a lot. <laughs> Is that... Uh, it's dumb and dumb. Dumb and dumber. Anthony Caputi, Sauce is clearly our number two ruck. His contested work in the air and on the ground is far superior to Pitto and TDK. If we were, if we actually had a, a good number one ruck, Sauce has actually shown that, yeah, I can pinch it and actually get some results. Yes. Yes. <laughs> does Pitto stay in next week or does TDK come in? Also, it was Martin's best game since mid 2020. It's probably his only game since mid 2020. <laughs> Pitto. I'm just waiting to hear that. I'm just waiting to hear that Martin's calves pulled up a bit tight. He's just going to have to sit this one out. He needs a good six months off just to make sure that tight uh, calf just settles down. You're happy to send De Koning in against Mason Cox and um, Darcy, whatever his name is, Cameron. Mate, I'd back myself against Mason Cox. You'll back up against Mason Cox. I'd back myself. Or do you want Pitto being a bigger body going against those two? Well, both of them are horrendously out of form. Yeah, they are. Pitto's incredibly rusty because his knee's not right, so he can't jump. Is DeConing playing in the Well, he's got the same way? injury as Brodie Grundy, and Brodie Grundy's missing the entire Cooked. entire year. Me, personally, I, I think I would prefer to see DeConing come back and play this week, but having one in, one out, one in, one out, and trying to f- have somebody find form seems strange. Because uh, I don't think that's how you improve individuals. Um, so, but I just think I think De Koning is a better footballer. So I'm thinking maybe I, I think want De Koning's De a better footballer. We touched on it earlier. Does he actually fit a need for us at the moment? Not when you've got Kerno. Like when when Kerno was out injured, he was fantastic to come in because he would be your second tall on your forward line. But even then, we we weren't really seeing that as such. No, which is weird. But. Um, got Shane Earl, whereas Liam Stocker out. He's hard, tough, <clears throat> and the ultimate clubman. But is he in our best 25? Is he a defender, or will his best be seen by rotating through the midfield? Shane, he's a midfielder, and he needs to play in the midfield. And he's not being played in And the he's midfield. not being played there. He's not being developed there. And, it's and he's not being played there in you the You know teams. that player that we're searching for that has the... Uh, Intangibles. Minerals. Yep. That's him. He's not being played there, and the fact that we persist in playing him um, in defence is ridiculous. The to be mineral honest. kid. <laughs> um, Michael, how do we clean up the poo in the bed from that loss? Looks like the boys might have eaten some mings and caught a bit of Fab's IBS. 
I can tell if you. If I had sure. IBS, I'd have no issue Mate, in the world. I can tell you for sure. <laughs> I think I'm a little bit beyond that. Michael, I can tell you for one thing's for fucking certain. You go to Ming's, there's no chance you get an IBS. Absolutely. You're getting your hunger sated and you're getting your taste buds thrilled. It's high quality. It's absolutely phenomenal. That's the mailbox. Excellent stuff. Thank you to everyone who wrote in. Very good stuff indeed. Um, Johnny Raincloud time now. I trust that neither of you have a Johnny Raincloud. Oh, Timbo's giving me the fab. Timbo's giving you the come to me. Because fab absolutely doesn't have a Johnny Raincloud, do you? Oh, look, I think I've brought enough negativity to this podcast. You can't. You can't. See, this is the problem, listeners. We gave him the votes. Can't Domin- handle it. Dominated them. Can't handle it. We gave him the fucking one job. One coming up with one. We gave him the the, the, the fucking. Uh. We gave him one job. I said to him last week, "Come up with a Johnny Raincloud for me. You just write it down in your phone." When you got, got a whole it. week. He can't. He had two weeks this week, and he can't even do that. This man is a shambles. And I've had enough. Tim. My Johnny Raincloud this week, and Fabian will understand this, you will not. He'll probably piggyback it and claim it. Correct. It's the impatience of children. Uh-huh. So this morning, clearly. What about when kids crap themselves? That's pretty bad. <laughs> it was really, really cold. And my kids work on the theory of it's cold, I want to be warm. So I'll turn the heater up to 31 and a half in the car. And, it, and But... Normally, I see them when their little fingers do this shit and and you know to turn it down. I'm driving to podcast here and I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, it's hot in this car. <laughs> and, and, Tim's and, like an Ace Ventura in the Rhino. <laughs> that's exactly what it felt like. Take his underpants and, off. And, and then it, it occurred to me, I know exactly what's happened here and, and I thought... One of these idiots that will have put it on 26. No, 31 and a half. And it's sort of like, uh, that's, turn the thing on, let it do its job, please. Timbo, that's balmy. <laughs> it, was, it was stinking hot. Just a shout out to the great man, Jim Carrey. That's one of the great underrated moments of physical comedy. Timbo's going to knock that painting off the wall. Timbo's just gone to attack the artwork. What a beautiful piece it is as well. Um, it's it a very important piece. A very important piece. Um <laughs> It's that, there because Pete doesn't want a blank wall while he's doing Zoom meetings. Uh, it, it's I like it. That would actually give a little bit of um, bit of panache. Yeah, gives of interest. It sh- <laughs> gives a shit. <laughs> Fabian's walls just got marks from the chair. I keep backing into it. <laughs> no, we spoke. I just mentioned Ace Ventura. That moment where he's in the Rhino is one of the great moments of physical comedy. One of the great underrated moments of physical comedy. In the history of cinema, where he's in there and he's sweating up a storm and the fan. It's it's it actually, stops. to be honest with you, it's almost, he, Jim Carrey has been in better movies and funnier movies, but if, if somebody said, well, who is Jim Carrey, the comedic performer, I'd almost show Here them that, that scene. Sums it up. I'd almost show them that scene. Because like, even when he's sitting in there and the fan's on and then the fan like shorts out and the way he like touches it, the yes. way he's like knocking yes. the fan... It's his facial expression and just his physicality. <laughs> the old, that's not good. And he's like, <laughs> and then it cuts back to him and he's slowly taking more layers off. He's sweating. And then when he takes his softy underpants off. <laughs> that's why the Dr. Eggman role suits him. Perfect. He is good. Yep. Yeah, so and good. then when he tries, obviously, the, the, the coup de gras is when he's trying to squeeze out of the rhino. <laughs> <laughs> and this naked man comes out the back of the rhino. Some poor kid's watching it. <laughs> One of... One of Kelly's all-time favourite movies. A Bumblebee Tuna. 
Do you know what Shit irritates me? Kaka. When um, Guano. It's actually an underrated film. Guano balls. Um, Kelly, when she's around her cousins, it, 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 they just sit there and they quote it. They love it so. Well, so it irritates. You know, it's great. But Jesus, out the, of me. You know what I love? I love that they all sit around and quote. The second Ace Ventura movie, yeah, mm. yeah. when most people, the first one is the better movie. Absolutely, yeah. it but is. But Kelly, one, Kelly, see, see, should be getting irritated right now listening to this. The second one's got some great moments in it. Kelly rewatched Elvis. Yeah, she, she was not pleased. Oh yeah, she how'd thought. She, it, how'd it, she do that? We purchased it. Oh, where from? Prime. Oh, oh. could have just given it to you. Well, you know, there's a lot of movies I'm waiting for. No, well, you didn't. see, this is the thing, Tim. I'm expected to be a fucking mind reader. If I ask for them, you give me some sort of smart ass. No, because you asked for so. Top Gun. It had been out in cinemas for two weeks. Okay. Have you got Top Gun? It was nonsensical. It's like, you... no, I don't. It's enjoying an extraordinary theatrical run. It's made over a billion dollars. They aren't oh, pulling it from cinemas yet because it's a fucking masterpiece. It is very and there's good. still money to be made. Um, no, well, the Elvis wasn't great, was it? I haven't rewatched it. I liked it. The first time round, I, it's not by no means a flawless movie, but yeah. Dad was funny. He actually watched it, whenever it was, and he goes, he goes "You know what annoys me?" Oh, annoying little bastard looks like he's injured. Oh, Jack, you never know. Might have done it on a list, Frank. Um, no, um, <laughs> I don't even know why that's funny. Because it comes out of Timbo's mouth. I like um, his delivery. Is that right? Dad watched Elvis. Yep. And he was talking about all these different musicians who pop up in cameos. And as soon whatnot. as you said Dad's watched Elvis, I pictured him. I know he saw it at the cinemas. Or he did. No, I don't think he did. I pictured him on the couch with the guitar. He might have been. <laughs> yes. But the thing, that, the thing that pissed him off was because he, he, he loves his music and he loves his guitars. Um, that's why Fabian tried to fob off a guitar that came from a fucking cereal box to him. But he goes, even little things like... Oh, I don't know the names and the models, but he said BB King's using the wrong guitar. You think the, but he goes, that's but, it? And he goes, it annoyed me. He goes, it annoyed me. I'm sitting there watching this movie, yeah. and he goes, BB King never used that. BB King always used a whatever yeah. it was, and, the, and he said someone else, one of the ladies, was in something, and he goes, she never, she always used, she was known for, she used this. Yep. And he's going, I obviously don't pick up on that because I'm not. That's not my yeah, you don't know my yeah. wheelhouse. But I kind of think, yeah, that is annoying. Yep. That's just to me that almost is symptomatic. Of the bigger problem where the film you like, do you respect what's going on? Yeah. One of my good mates, Brent Gleason, who we bring up on the pod. Regularly. Brent loves his tennis and very good tennis player in the day. He could tell you what racket every tennis player in in the world. Babalat. Yeah. And I would, I really like tennis, would not pay. It a absolute seconds. Well, yeah, see, that's you, what know, I love. you know what brand trunks the swimmers wear, and the he's wearing the speedo XY twenty sevens. Yeah, see, I, I didn't go through the super suit era, so none of that shit meant anything to me. So but Timbo just shaved. Just going, it, they're orange. Timbo yeah. just shaved down and covered himself in vaseline. <laughs> and dropped five kilos and jumped into the pool. <laughs> he was a fucking torpedo. I'd, I'd like to see Timbo swim the English Channel. Mate, I was a sprinter. Like as I always say to everybody, he, who don't, would, he don't have the channel in him. <laughs> anyone who would care to listen, <laughs> I was one of Australia's best eighty-five meter butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it would be fun, Fabian. You and I in like a little dinghy, and Tim is like an outboard motor. Yes, <laughs> in the English Channel. Yes, yeah, covered in covered in what duck fat? Porpoise weather. fat. Yeah. <laughs> Him like you know we do put like a helmet on him and a snorkel, so his head just rests against the back of the boat. And so then, I don't have to turn, I just work. 
we'll have we'll you know what we'll do we'll turn you we'll have some kind of rudder system attached to you yes yes so we can like you know yeah. and every forty five minutes you just toss me a few starburst uh, jelly beans jelly beans and away you go <laughs> yeah it's, it's on if people will start a GoFundMe page you'd be leaving a very very ordinary looking wake Timbo <laughs> Timbo v the channel Timbo v the channel I think. Can we we can uh, do it for what were the what were you trying to raise money for? Uh, you, Coast Trek. And you were no Fabian, and you abandoned Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Oh yes, yes, because yeah. we were going to do it up, on the punt, and you ended up losing money. <laughs> <laughs> the intentions were good, <laughs> well, the, but the two years since when we've done Spring Carnival, we've cashed out and done well. Yes, <laughs> still still doesn't help the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. No, it does not. It does not. My Johnny Raincloud is uh, a smaller one than that, but just people who. Um, People who, you know, as I'm riding around Doncaster and Doncaster East, yeah, doing my job, mm-hmm. serving the community. As I'm, as I'm rolling around, people, stop fucking walking around looking at the ground. Look up. You're not even on your phone. You're just walking around looking at the ground. It's weird. It's weird. What are you doing? Well, they might be playing that game where no, no, you're no, trying so... not to step on a crack or something oh, like that. That got me home from school as a primary school kid for seven years Without a problem, there and back. <laughs> just you just walk and try not to step on a crack. And if you had to change your gait to be able to do it, you'd do it. But it just kept, kept me interested. That sounds like mild OCD. Very possibly. Um, yeah, people just walking around, just look up, taking the world around you. Yeah, especially the guy coming towards you with thirty-five kilograms of mail, going twenty-five k's an hour. I've told you this Have before. You got a horn? I got a bell and you're dinging it, ding, 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 ding. I don't know what people think's coming. Yeah. They just, well, my favourite's the the people who you're coming up sort of behind them. You're dinging them, dinging them. So oh, you start probably fifty metres ish out. So I understand that the closer I get, the louder the bell will you know will be. I understand how t- you know sound travels, but it's the uh, hold on. It's the Doppler it's effect. Doppler effect. <laughs> so I get it, <laughs> but. My my favourite is when they hear something coming and then they kind of do the really slow turn around. They're moving like I can't even describe how slowly they're, they're turning. And you're kind of going, by the time you turn around to face me, I'm going to be a hundred meters down the road. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. I feel like running them over sometimes. And all I'm trying to do is not <laughs> kill you because I reckon if you just yeah just take it one of them be out. Very communal minded. Just take one of them out. It's yeah, it's it'll... not good. I don't like it. I don't like what they're doing. I don't like how they're conducting themselves. I think they're a drain on society. And I think that they need to adjust their behaviours because, you know, this could end badly for them. You don't have one for us, do you, Fab? No. I've, look, I've had enough Johnny Raincloud moments in the last two weeks that... Because you're not having sex for a month? <laughs> Didn't expect it to go there. Jesus, Timbo. No, no, we're all good. Prendercast after good. dark. No, just yeah, I did, I did blow up a bit. Jesus, she did, she did it again. She did it twice. This is the second time. I, I warned her the first time. First time was during the Sydney game, and I. Uh, when did we lose to Sydney in the final? Two thousand and well, twice. Two thousand and thirteen. It was the game. It, it was the game where Robbie Warnock took a couple of big grabs. Oh, 2010. that one. Yeah, yeah, and she did. It was like the Toyota. Oh, what a feeling! Leap. After a Sydney goal, and I, I just left, and my dad had to come outside and you know go, I oh, just calm myself down. I said that I have, I've left. That's why. I said, don't That's make why. me murder you as well. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, 
And even though last night I told her she's worried about her tips, she goes, oh, I tip Melbourne. I said, yeah, but everyone else has tipped Melbourne too, so you can, you'll still be top of the ladder. Stop barracking. But, uh, yeah. You know what I hate? You kind of touched on it earlier. I really hate, and you, Timbo mentioned it with Elise, I really hate it when people who don't, don't, have care. A, don't, don't yeah. care and don't have a passion for mm. it are really blasé about it. You go, well, tell me something you're passionate about. Yeah, and I'll shit and all I'll over it. And I'll shit that. all over it. Go, no, seriously, we'll see how fun it is for you. Go, tell me something you're real passionate about, got a real yeah. keen interest in. Kardashians. I'll just, I'll just completely disregard it. Yeah. yeah. And, and you'll be sitting there going, oh, what? Just going, yeah, you don't care about footy. You go, that's fine. That's totally fine. Yeah, but when you know that yeah, but your don't, don't tell me going to hurt. Oh, it doesn't matter. It's just yeah. a game. Just relax. You know, like, just you fucking relax. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Gentlemen. What are you thinking about for Printer DJ? Got no idea. I've got one for you, but uh, I'll let you vet it one way or another. Okay. I'm not going to talk about it on pod because I don't want to give it away. It'll probably be playing now if it's any good. Uh, for me, Sean Peterbuck, thank you so much for listening for the Dr. Tim Davis. Always a pleasure, except when we screw the pooch in the last three minutes. We did. But anyway, we press on. And for Fubba Ganoush, who's just worked on an absolute masterpiece on MS Paint. Uh, out of Derecho Ragazzi. It's the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> it's just a dawdle like I do usually on the, on the pad, but I've just been dawdling on paint. We'll hopefully catch you next week in much better circumstances. Come on, you blues. For God's sake. Do it. (laughs) 